0: Glory to God. How's everybody doing tonight? All ready, then.
1: Best day of glory ever. <laughs> All right. Amen.
2: <laughs> like
1: Battlestar Galactica times Lord of the Rings. <laughs> 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 times Revelation in the book of Daniel. Amen.
0: It was thank you, Jesus, for the forms of our souls changing as we rise to you from glory to glory. Now, when we have the baptism of the Holy Spirit, there's an empowerment for service. The Bible says that. Tarry or wait in Jerusalem until you receive the Spirit from on high, which means it's going to come down from heaven. Then there's going to be an empowerment in your souls, resting tongues of fire. They were like drunk men, but they were not drunk as people suppose. They were filled with heaven. And when heaven hit earth, it overwhelmed them. But they were overwhelmed and able to stand up, it is written, and explain from the book of Joel this is what the prophet Joel said In the last days, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, and your sons and daughters shall prophesy, dream dreams, and see visions. Amen. And these are the days where the things that are pouring down from heaven are stronger and greater than ever before. They're stronger and greater. How do we know that the things that come from God the Father today are stronger than when they fell at the first Pentecost 2,000 years ago? Because Jesus Christ of Nazareth, explained in the Gospel of John that the wine gets better. The wine will go from glory to glory. On the third day, I'll raise them up, and I have saved the best for last. Other parties, other festivals, other people who attend services or weddings or different things, they bring out the choice wine first. Right? You get the best first. So it's like, You go and you want to have an experience with God at some church. They want to present the best first. Well, God says he's not like that. God says you actually get the worst first. It's true. That's exactly what he says. You're not getting the best first. You're getting the worst first. What they got first in the first century was the worst. And the Bible teaches it kept getting better, richer, stronger, more potent, age after age, time after time, generation after generation, until the third day. Now the third day, for a day is as a thousand years, is the day of the resurrection. The resurrection, and the children of the resurrection, drink a different type of glory. They drink a different type of light. They have a different type of spirit. Now, I remember... Uh, Joanne McFadder explaining one time at a conference that God chose the times and seasons for all people to be born. And it's written in Acts that he has determined the times and the places and the seasons where he's planted you on the earth at an opportune time at a perfect season in a perfect geography where you are right now so that you could bring him the most glory. So, The most opportune time, the best time, and the best of all the generations are right stinking now. Mm -hmm. They're right stinking now because it's a strong fragrance and it's going to fill your nostrils with a fresh fragrance that you've never smelled before. A lot of people's senses... You gotta stop and smell the roses. A lot of people's senses are blocked up to not be sensitive to the Holy Spirit, to feel what the angels are doing all around them all the time, to understand what's going on in their neighbor's heart. But Jesus Christ had an anointing where he could see what was going on in everyone's hearts. As it's written, he knew what everyone was thinking in their hearts. Did he use it against them? Sometimes he did. Sometimes he brought their hearts out and shoved it in their face. He does He does that often in the Bible, mm-hmm. and he does it out of love, because unless you're confronted with your own heart, you can't repent. You can't resurrect. You can't be thirsty for better wine, because unless you're confronted with your heart, you don't even know what's in you. A lot of people have a judgment of themselves based on external things, but the Bible says God knows and sees and judges the thoughts and the intentions of the heart. Hebrews 4.12, it is written. Mm -hmm. Is he judging the thoughts and intentions of the heart for our benefit? Do we have the foundation that God is good and he's revealing himself as an ever-increasing goodness through the ages and through the times and through the generations Mm -hmm. as is written in the New Testament? Do you believe the word of God? Or is there unbelief in you that does not yet understand the promises of going from glory to glory when you are hooked up to the divine nature of Jesus Christ in heaven? You then go for the time and the ride of your lives. The time of your lives and the ride of your lives. Both. Which means you will be thrilled by the Holy Ghost! Hallelujah. And the thrill of the Holy Ghost really is the awe of God. And when it captures your senses, and when it consumes your minds... And when it begins to cut the heart and you begin to get through the cracks and the crevices and the rocks and all the things of the world, all the things of man and woman and human being, for God to shine forth upon your hearts, it begins to reveal the potential of the divine nature inside of us. So God is always trying to break in and he's trying to break out. We know that we ask Jesus Christ into our hearts, so there's an inside job, and there's an outside job. The Bible says he's working in both worlds, inside above, outside below. Outside below, inside above. Those are the two realms that Jesus Christ, the Messiah, taught from. If you read the Bible, he says, I'm from above. I'm trying to make all of you, if you believe my teaching, this is Jesus Christ speaking in the Bible, if you believe my teaching, you will also be from above. Then he explains, to be from above, you have to be God inside minded. Out of your belly will flow what? The Holy Ghost! The Holy Spirit of God! The Ruah of God, the Pentecostal empowerment is putting the river within you and also beginning to work outside of you. There was a working on the outside by the empowerment on the inside. A ruling on the inside and a working on the outside. So they had angels working, coming to them in visions and in dreams, telling them what to do and where to go. They were led by the Spirit and the angel of Jesus Christ. It is written, the Spirit of Jesus forbid them to go places. Or the Spirit of Jesus opened the door so they could go places. So the keys of David are in the hands of the angel of Yarevave. He stands at the doors of all the paths in the universe. Some of them, if you are sensitive, he says, do not go through this door. Mm -hmm. That door leads to a bottomless pit. That door will lead you to the abyss. What's the abyss? The pool of all the magic arts where you really go insane and lose your brain. And it's not a happy place. It's very sad and sorrowful. That's where the devil's going with his angels for a thousand years, Revelation says. So Jesus is at that door in the narrow passing. don't go through that door. Sometimes he'll tell you don't go to that place. Don't listen to that person. Sometimes you just got to not listen to what the enemy is saying. Sometimes you will listen to what the enemy is saying. Why? Because Jesus did. Jesus asked the enemy, what? Is your name Legion? For we are many.
1: I liked how in the movie last night they had Baker's dozen. We watched the uh, Puss in Boots, The uh, Last Wish. It was so fun. We I can't remember the last time we sat down and just like watched a fun movie and had popcorn. It was so glorious. That was a good movie. You guys should watch it. Did you guys see the ending? The okay, so you know we, have, we had the RLM Hollywood signs uh, created. I've never watched this movie before, so it's like, this was it the same day or day after that, that we created those Hollywood signs? Uh, we watched the movie, and at the very end, like, and everything's a happy ending, and they're sailing on their ship. And uh, then they go, and there's, like, the Hollywood signs, but instead of the Hollywood signs, it was changed to something else. And we just looked at each other like, okay. Yeah, I think it's
0: changed to his own name.
1: <laughs>
0: the prophetics are continuous when you walk mm-hmm. with Yarevavhe. The prophetic mm-hmm. confirmations on the hey, this is what the Lord was saying today. Tell the people that the external prophetic confirmations don't mean you're in those exact destinations.
1: Write this down. Take your notes. Okay. Yeah. And you're gonna want this whole section. is absolutely <laughs> critical for every single one of you watching or listening. Okay.
0: Okay. So signs and wonders are continuous when you're in the Shekinah, especially mm-hmm. if you're around the apostolic and all. It's literally nonstop prophecy. Now, prophecy is God communicating. Now, we say, well, is it God's throne directly? No, it comes down as is written. Every good and perfect gift comes down. So, it's coming down. It's coming down the path of lightning's 10 weeks, 10 worlds. It comes down as you understand you've been taught already. Now, when it comes down, those signs and wonders that materialize around you, all of a sudden you see moon and sun, or you you open Mm -hmm. up your Facebook messenger... And there's a picture of Saturn or Uranus or Pluto oh man, or something. Can
1: I say something real quick mm-hmm. on that? If I had, if <laughs> I had thought every time I saw a like Uranus Keter uh, sign oh, oh, and yeah. wonder, I would have thought I already ascended all worlds by now. I would have been like, "Oh yeah, I've already made it to the You'd top." You'd literally okay. be
0: the most deceived person. Because the I world. would
1: literally be the most deceived person in the world.
0: <laughs> so yeah. here, you have to have a wisdom because a lot of people are new to the glory stream. So you're not used Mm -hmm. to living a life of signs and wonders. So the life of the signs and wonders is not always a confirmation of things. It's because you're living in the glory. So the things of the glory are coming upon you constantly. You are in a glory ministry, a glory stream, a glory river ministry. So signs and wonders always follow everyone in that ministry because you're covered and you're surrounded. Mm -hmm. Now, the real attributes and character qualities are the distinguishing factor that you are on the rung. Standing on white Malkut, the evidence that you're in white Malkut, white earth, and not black Malkut, black earth, is that the attributes of Elijah and David, King David, are in your spirit life. The attributes and the character qualities emanating from your spirit and your soul and your mind and your body are the true evidence that the character of the father is being formed in you because the whole point of going home to dad in heaven is that he's formed in you as you go to him.
1: Okay, I know some of y'all have a short attention span, so let's <laughs> revisit that point. I, that What he just said, that's the key to all the other things he just said. Let's re- revisit that point because a lot of people are in La La Land. I know it's hard... In the ADHD There's generation. a preacher of
0: 19 yeah. here tonight. Come
1: Woo! on. So, really, I want you to really focus in on what... Gehura Hill,
0: Mars Hill, Acts 17, mm-hmm. let's go. We're in the Areopagus, but it's the Acropolis. It's the highest city. It's the supernal city. It's the heavenly Jerusalem. So, the evidence that you're making progress, listen guys, is that the attributes of the patriarch are emanating from within your spirit. So, remember, the top... Of the mountain of white earth, white Malkut, is the glory stream. Mm-hmm. It is. It is absolutely the top of the glory of God of all the glorious things of signs and wonders that we've had the last fifty years in the prophetic. It's the pinnacle of that on earth. So you're going to have the character qualities of Smith Wigglesworth, Catherine Cuman. You're going to have all of that. I mean, it's it's God. You can have Elijah worked. The angel of Elijah worked with all those people. The spirit and power of Elijah was with all those people, all the great apostolic and prophetic people of the charismatic church, the Pentecostal church, that's all in the cloud of witnesses of white earth, white Malkut. So that will begin to emanate. It's not like you just have the same exact abilities, but you have the same attributes. You have the same humilities. It's not always about the abilities because you might be a businessman. So God's not even going to give you those abilities. God doesn't just give out all the abilities of Archangel Michael to everyone. No, he gives you the abilities according to your destiny and calling. And 11 out of 12 that walk on sapphire stones will be in the marketplace. But you can do signs and wonders in the marketplace. There will be signs and wonders constantly coming out of you. The issue is that you're walking in what God created you to walk in. And what's the most important part as you increase in God? His nature growing within. Growing in your spirit, not even the soul first, the spirit first. So out of your belly, the Bible says spirit first, flows rivers of what? God's character, God's attributes, God's humility. So the earth is the place of learning all the humility of King David. It's true. And you learn it constantly. I mean, I've been humbled uh, several times already today. And we're not going to get into that, but I learned some humility today. And the more humility you can learn, not necessarily from the enemy, but from King David, who circumcised 10,000 times 10,000. And from Elijah Sandolphon, that humility and that purity. Two things from Elijah and David, who are the patriarchs of Malkut. Purity and humility. As the purity of Elijah, as the purity of King David, as the humility of Elijah and the humility of King David are increased in your spirit by working in the Holy Ghost. Now, the Holy Ghost manifests. He's the Lord of hosts. Hosts. He will manifest hosts. What is hosts? Lord of hosts. Holy Spirit of hosts is Holy Spirit of angels. Yes, we know that. But it's also Holy Spirit of patriarchs. Holy Spirit, of cloud of witnesses. So the patriarchs are the hosts that the Holy Spirit manifests from black Malkut to white Malkut, and if you're up in the higher rungs of, of the black Sephirot, which is called the Klippith, which is a real deal that you constantly face in this world. You always deal with it. When you deal with it, you have to come down and be humbled into black earth. So how you come down from any of the rungs, like you look at uh, Saul. Saul the Pharisee. He was operating in a high rung of the clippeth. Mm-hmm. As a sorcerer in the Bible says, and a murderer, as a murderer of people in the glory, it is written. So when he was humbled, greatly humbled, he came from his high perch in the 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 Kabbalah of the fallen angels. And he was humbled all the way down to the earth to the point where he was blind for three days. He was blind because all that dark power he was using was whacked with the Shekinah light of Jesus Christ on the road to Damascus. So you see there a demonstration of humility. What did the humility do? Cut him down the rungs of the Klippith. Cut you down the rungs of the Klippith ministries. So now Saul has the opportunity. It wasn't automatic, was it? No. He had to make some decisions. I'm going to serve Jesus Christ as the true Yarevavik. I just had an encounter with Yadavave, and it's Jesus Christ the Messiah. All my Jewish teaching—what does he say? I count it as garbage for the sake of knowing Christ. It is all written. my
1: drunken glory teaching, I count as garbage <laughs> all my, my drunken
0: glory, glory, glory teaching and, and freedom, I count as manure. Pile all my glory pile stream for the sake of knowing the higher Sephiroth of Jesus Christ. All
1: my glory stream, God inside-minded, God outside-minded, <laughs> Bible study-minded, external bewitched Christianity-minded teachings that led me initially to work miracles and healings I count as garbage for the sake of knowing Christ on the sapphire stones. Amen.
0: That's true. Every rung that you repent, you repent of your previous repentance. repentance. Write that down. Every rung that you repent, you repent of previous repentance. It's wheel within wheel. It's layer upon repent- layer. It's Shekinah to Shekinah.
1: We are repenting for how we originally <laughs> repented, and that is not just a, a, like a mutually exclusive thing. That is common amongst all rabbinical literature and culture involving the training in righteousness, whether it was Old Covenant and now New Covenant, it is a common thread. You repent and then you repent how you originally repented. I'm like, how is every rabbi ever repented? you known never knew how to repent your...
0: before because it was yeah. so low.
1: So low. I mm-hmm. mean,
0: every single rung, you're repenting of previous repentance, which means <laughs> you're getting refined in a greater accuracy, which is a much greater humility one thing that you'll learn right away as you go from glory to glory is that it's always a greater humility. Mm-hmm. So when you're pricked in your pride and the stubbornness and the knowledge about. of good, the knowledge of good and the knowledge of God and your experiences with God are your number one blockage from experiencing more of God. Your study of God, your knowledge of God and your experiences with God are usually what callous a person to be stubborn and in yesterday's manifestations, so the people of the drunken glory the worst Pharisees in the entire world if you haven't noticed that a lot of them that didn't go and move with the cloud and move with the pillar of fire and didn't continue to move into the new what God was doing today and just clung to yesterday's manifestations what does the Bible say about yesterday's manifestations they turn into maggots and worms doesn't mean he's against the wine it's the cloud of wines over there now and you're back there camping out building a monument with a movement in the sand two miles that way and he ain't even there anymore You know, the cloud moves, the fire moves. So you have to move with God. The river is moving. If you get out of the movement of the river, you're no longer in the camp of God, Yarevave. You're in the camp of Satan. Mm -hmm. So if you read the final quest, understand that those that weren't moving with the cloud and with the fire, every single one of them that was stubborn in Christian knowledge was in the army of the accuser of the brethren himself. So you're dealing with a people that has a lot of Christian crap in their brain, but it's not Christ in their heart. So the biggest distance is your head to your heart. Now, God says, rend your heart and not your garments. But some of you need to rend your garments too, because you look like you got dressed at Fleet Farm or something. Oh, hallelujah. I like Fleet Farm. Just messing with me. Hallelujah.
1: Mm. Yeah, I really enjoyed this topic. That's such great wisdom and I hope everyone really pays attention to this one tonight Let's talk a little bit about the manifestation of the black Sephirot the symptoms, right? If you go to the doctor they'll ask, they'll look at the symptoms But the issue with these symptoms is typically people aren't aware of what the symptoms are Right. So, you know, they'll call one thing another thing one of the symptoms of Black sephrot.
0: <laughs> how bad is it, Doc? Five years, four, three, two, one.
1: <laughs> and that's how much time your demon has left. Amen? Amen. Bam! Hey, hallelujah. You know, the humilities that Brandon was mentioning, mm. the opposite of that is the reaction of the Black Sephiroth. So when a leader. Or someone Mm. in your life that God is sending to you corrects you and says, Hey, you know, the Lord has pointed out, or you know, we've noticed this is a demonic reaction. What your action is, your reaction to something is demonic. The reaction of that person to go into self defense, so, I just have it so hard, you just can't understand. I'm already going through so much, there's already so much pressure on me. It's not about any of that. It's really not. And and this isn't common to any one person, this is common to everyone. What's the Black Sephra? It's the uncircumcised Sapphire Stones. Which means if there's more circumcision, guess what? You're going to be dealing with more of the Black Sephra.
0: All pride and lust, simply. And people really would, Mm -hmm. most of them would rather do works than even deal with the pride and lust in their heart. And that's when we really, we got to separate people Mm -hmm. and just say, no, you need to deal with your heart if you want to walk with Christ. The sword of the Spirit Mm -hmm. is to judge the intentions of your spirit, man, and all of its thoughts. All of your spiritual thoughts have to be circumcised constantly by the Word of God. The easy thing to do is just to make it an instruction and a do and don't, a commandment instead of an actual person in there that holds you accountable mm. continuously. So it, what it is, it's a it's a scapegoat of actual maturity. We want to give, get a formula, get some religion. The human nature wants religion, mm. commandments, mm. control. Tell me what to do. Give me all the stuff, and I'll I'll do it. You want to work, mm. work, work. Listen, the, yep. you do work, work, work. The book of Acts is all worked. But you'd work out of the inner man totally mm-hmm. possessed with Yadavave.
1: Right. It's like... <laughs> Every single time, <laughs> there will always be some excuse of the nefesh, of the carnal mind. You don't understand, brother, how bad I've got it. You don't understand what I'm going through. Like, as if your situation <laughs> was
0: We understand all the rungs of the every- of. Yeah. So what part of Ooh. hell are you in? Ooh. We already know. We, we can tell. Yeah. And we'll help you out. If you can humble yourself and yep. receive apostolic instruction and teaching, it actually becomes quite fun. But you begin to, you notice every single time I see people grow, there's usually a manifestation where they back off from the confrontation with the word of God, the sword of the Lord. And it becomes more of like how to escape burning on the altar when I have all my own (laughs) thoughts and ideas of how it's supposed to look in my life to please God. But it's really all your selfishness. Yep, It's your selfishness that you refuse to give to God because you don't believe that God's better for your life than the things you have planned. It's all unbelief. It's all sin. Mm -hmm. Sin is huge in Malkuth. And you're just beginning, Mm -hmm. all of you guys, to really learn in the priesthood of Melchizedek how to deal with it with the flashing sword and the cherubim of glory.
1: Right, so instead of making excuses or explaining why your life is the way it is and why your life is so messed up, it's usually not any of the reasons why you think it is. The reasons why you think your life is messed up That's a cover for your sins, right? It's a cover for your sins. Let it sink in just a little bit. Layer upon layer. Yeah, the solution is when the apostolic commandment comes through, when the prophetic word or instruction comes through with truth. Instead of looking for ways to kind of get out of a tight spot of, oh, no, I'm going to look bad, just receive it and let it cut because the sin, it's your sin. You have to deal with your sin. There's all sins in all kinds of realms of society. And there are people who have gone through much worse than you out there. You have to understand there are so many things. It's not about Jesus. Right. One of the hallmarks. (laughs) Yeah. One of the hallmarks of false Christianity is comparing your suffering to other suffering. Oh, yeah. When you're saying, well, other people don't have it as bad as me, or I'm going through so much. i
0: lived in a leprosy colony in Calcutta for 700 years. <laughs> and like so you get brownie points with who? Not God.
1: No. He's only asking <laughs> that you deal with your sin. So the measure of grace for you to receive correction, when the correction <laughs> comes, you have to humble yourself and say, okay, I'm just going to take that, take that cut of truth. It's a sword. Circumcision is cutting of the flesh. It doesn't feel good. It hurts.
0: Yeah, the manifest presence of the Shekinah, God, gives you the instruction of life. Mm -hmm. See, religion is like inanimate idolatry Mm -hmm. instruction and like, oh, I'm already doing it. What? Doing what? Religion? Demons? What are you doing? No, God is a Mm -hmm. life-giving spirit. And you get into God and it's just so personal Mm -hmm. that he becomes the very life force inside you that guides your thoughts and opinions and actions and and everything. It's a constant refinement. It's a level of accountability that is exactly holy angel. Every holy angel has to do this and loves to do this, which is the perfect accountability to the Holy Spirit all the time. They walk in the fear of the Lord, but they're not like, oh, super nervous. You know, sometimes they are super nervous. Angels get nervous, too. Usually when they're about to encounter a human being like you. <laughs> the holy angels be like, well, I don't really want to
2: go. It'll be good. Just
0: go. And the older angels got to encourage them to go do some good works. because Angels need to be spurred on just like you do. Oh, hallelujah. They're innocent spirits, but a lot of them are working with you all of the time. And they're helping you a lot more than you realize. So, But the angels are trying to form you in your consciousness into the type of sensitive creatures that they are to the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Where they're so pure that you can feel the feelings of the Spirit mm-hmm. of God. And when you feel what the Spirit of Jesus Christ is feeling... You won't do certain things. You won't think certain things. You won't use your senses a certain way. But if you're calloused or there's magic arts on you, and it's not an excuse, but if there is the enemy on you, magic arts, black, Malkut. Listen, in Malkut of Isaiah, you literally have all the rungs up to the throne of God, which are 10 worlds, 10 ladders, 10 weeks. All of that is sin in your life. Now let that just overwhelm you. Oh my gosh, What was me. I'm a man of uncle. Yeah, Isaiah, sin, Isaiah got it. What how did Isaiah go from, I'm the prophet of the nation, I'm the servant of the king, Isaiah? Frickin' royalty, right? That's what he was. Servant of the king, Uzziah. When he died, the seraphim came down, touched his lips, and he saw how fallen he was from the throne of God in heaven. He had a different opinion of himself. Whose opinion do you want? I'm already close to the king. I'm already so, I'm already working in the house of God. Or like, oh my God, ten worlds and I'm down here buried in dirt and dust. At least you've awakened to reality, right? A lot of people don't want to awaken to reality. They just want the delusion of Uzziah, right? Mm-hmm. They wanted to say, oh, I'm I'm right with the king, the natural king. I work at the temple. I'm a priest. I'm a full-time minister. I got signs, miracles, and wonders, bro. I got miracles in my ministry, bro. And then you have Isaiah touched by a seraphim of the realm of Berea. Mm -hmm. And he says, woe is me. I am completely fallen. And there's God up there. And I'm down here. We're like, no, that's exactly how it was. And that's the realization of reality. But down here you have the Holy Ghost. And if you are cooperative with him in everything he asks you to think, say, and do, since he's Lord and you call him Lord, you better have him as your Lord, which means master. And when he's master and you begin to flow with the master, with God, your creator, guess what? You come out of the fall of just you and it becomes a little bit more of him, a little bit more of him a little bit more Shekinah, a little bit more glory. And you do that in Malkut. You look at the big picture, 10 worlds, and it's important to have that mapped out because it's the map home. But you need to also look at the small picture, the micro picture of your world right now. Examine yourself to see if you're in the faith of what you need to correct and change in your life to make progress in the glory, to be more sensitive to the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. where you are now. And that progress, that micromanagement, it's not OCD, it's not obsessive compulsive. It's its how can I be closer to the Lord and what he's already instructed me to do? God has spoken to you. How do you know God's spoken to you? Because you believe in him, you're interested in what he said, and if he hasn't spoken to you, just ask Jesus into your heart. He'll come right in. Then begin to listen to him. My sheep, hear me, it is written. And when you hear the great shepherd, you're never too mm-hmm. mature for that.
1: Mm-hmm. You, get,
0: you begin to change and go the places he wants to direct you. I will direct your heart. I will direct you with the whisper. I will show you things that you are to do, it is written. I will lead you beside beside still restful waters. Mm-hmm. I will guide and direct you. Even though you're going to have to walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'm going to be your comforter through that. And you're going to keep walking. So Jesus is the comforter by his Holy Spirit through everything. As long as you're clinging to him and hating the sin, you will make progress. A lot of times, I notice this, as people go from black Malkut to white Malkut, from white Malkut to the top of white Malkut, they have an unrighteous judgment of themselves. Some of them are just prideful, and they think they're in a higher, loftier place than they actually are. Others, a, a lot of people, guys, have a too little of an opinion of themselves that they don't value themselves you can't love god without loving yourself it's true love the lord your god with all your heart soul mind and strength and love your neighbor as yourself okay so if you hate yourself it's impossible to love anyone else the reason why people aren't jesus christ towards others they've never learned how to receive god's love The foundation is asking God's love into your heart to be the foundation of your spirit, your thought life, all the plans that you do. Eternity is based on one thing. God's heart. What was God's heart? I'm going to send my son down 10 worlds to earth and I'm going to pull people back up who love me because I'm going to release my love to them. So it's God's love towards you. Your response is to be a mirror of it back towards him. You are incapable of loving him in your human nature. But after you received his love, you can be a mirror of it to him and to those around you. See, your spirit is a mirror. That's true. It's written in the word. Your spirit is a mirror reflection of the invisible God. And the mirror is as clear and clean as the love you receive from God. And love comes in a container. It's not just ether flowing around space. It comes in something called the gospel. It comes in the Torah of Jesus Christ, the gospel. And as you receive the words that come down from God, every good and perfect word, the daily bread that has come down from heaven, and you know how it's come down from heaven, because we showed you in this teaching, we have showed you how bread, how every good word from God comes down the path of lightnings to where your bodies are on earth, the lowest rung. It's the lowest rung. So it's called the valley of the shadow of death in the Bible. That's Malkut of Isaiah where you are born a nefesh soul. Nefesh soul means animal soul. The quality of the nefesh is all different. It's all according to one thing. Blood, as it's written, the nefesh is in the blood. That's the Hebrew for the exact scripture in the Bible. The nefesh is in the blood so we have something called bloodlines you can tell people have bloodlines because they only cling to their own blood kind this is my blood my brother my sister my family my kids my parents well it's because you're in a you're in a nefesh clique That's a person who hasn't escaped nefesh blood quality to go into the next step called the Holy Ghost, ruah quality. Now my identification is not nefesh. And the upper room, guys, listen, they all had families, right? They all had relatives, but where were they? Waiting for Jesus Christ to adopt them by the ruah, and only 120 were there to become his first family. If you receive Ruah, that means you have a new family. Have I not given you what? A spirit of adoption. When you're adopted, do you go back and see the old parents? Sometimes you do, but you live with the new ones, and you almost exclusively are with the new parents when you're adopted. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8, you have received the spirit of adoption by which we cry, Yadavavet Abba Father. Which means if we go back to the Nefesh, life of the blood of Mm -hmm. the animal, there is no longer a potential to grow and you will live your life, the rest of Mm -hmm. your life, on Malkut. And it'll probably go into black Malkut. White Malkut only stays white if you're making progress towards white Yassad. As it's written, if you turn back, you're not worthy of me. If you're not making progress to the next rung, you're backsliding 100% of the time. Amen. Amen.
1: Leviticus 17.11. The nefesh is in the blood. So if that's your life, nefesh, instead of Shekinah. You're going to be in the fallen angel blood, fallen blood of Adam and Eve, since the curse of the fall. So you'll be living in the curse, not under grace, but under the dead letter of the law, unless you change bloodlines. You're going to change blood types. You Mm. forsake the life of the nefesh that's in the blood. Unless you eat his flesh and drink his blood, Jesus Christ said you could not be his disciple. So when you drink his blood, which is Shekinah, mm. the Aleph and the tav is the beginning and end of the circuit board of Shekinah glory on these beautiful, let's look at the picture, the video of the, the lightnings. Okay. So when you think the blood of Jesus, think about this electric circuit board, the lifeblood of the energy <laughs> Of the Holy Kabbalah circles all the sapphire stones and everything in all creation he fills and upholds all things how its energy not just any energy belonging to any entity it's the energy in the lifeblood of Jesus Christ the river of life
0: it'll burn the bewitchment right off your brain
1: flowing out of the temple Shekinah so unless you drink his Shekinah blood and you eat his sapphire stone flesh You're not drinking the cup of life, and you're not eating the bread of life. So, whose table are you eating from?
0: As is written, they drank from that rock that was Christ. So what do you think they're drinking from the rock that's Christ? His blood. Amen. Amen. And what is drinking from rocks? Drinking from the path of lightnings walking and dancing on sapphire stones. Amen. So you know the source now, so we're not down here on the earth flopping around in mud puddles. Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen? See, as you begin to understand, and not perish for lack of understanding, but begin to understand, which is Bina, you begin to be purified by knowing how heaven works. Why do we need new heavens? Why are the heavens filled with wickedness, sorcerers, sorcery, clippeth, rungs of secret societies, like as we established yesterday, all of the works that spread out from those who practiced Remphan and Molech of the Sanhedrin of Acts chapter 7 of Stephen with the glowing face. So it spread out and we began to learn Kabbalah from the wicked and we forgot the teachings of Jesus. The oral tradition of Jesus was mostly forgotten. we went into something for a thousand years called what? The Dark Ages where the average average life expectancy was 32 years old in Europe less than even the times of Jesus we we went down because you get worse if you if you leave the covenant and if you leave what Jesus is doing you die and so life begins to be mm-hmm. sapped from people's faces mm-hmm. and their blood and and all the, the witchcraft of the wicked begin to enslave people and it turns into hell. And that's mm-hmm. what the enemy wants to do. They want to enslave and they want the earth to be hell because it's a kingdom of hell. But Jesus Christ will raise the standard against the kingdom of hell, much like Moses, which means individuals get hand selected because their heart is available. that's the reason why you're hand selected, because your heart's open to go all the way with him. That's how you get chosen. You're chosen because you're going to say yes to the unknown of Yadevave constantly without the stubbornness of doing your own thing, desiring your own will, mm-hmm. wanting to do this, wanting to do that, me, myself and I. God can't use people like that. He needs vessels that are surrendered. He needs vessels. that's the main thing God requires. That's what humility is. Humility is yieldedness. Humility is surrendered. Mm-hmm. That's why we lift our hands. It's an act of surrender to the spirit of Jesus Christ. Where I am available. And it's not just fake so I can feel a sensation for myself when I worship God. Screw your feelings. Mm -hmm. Screw your feelings and your sensations. That is selfishness. That's snobbery with the things of glory. That's actually an abomination. Mm -hmm. This is about how the Father feels. He created creation for His own enjoyment. He's God, you're not. Get over yourself. Don't be like the devil who's all wounded and it's about me. It's about my little bloodline. It's about my little nefesh. It's about me, myself, and I. Listen, that's exactly like the fallen angels. You don't want to be like devils, right? No, we want to be like Jesus. We want to be like heaven and not hell. Come out of hell into heaven. Heaven is heaven because it's about God flowing through us freely. And you get to know him more and more that everything he thinks and acts and requires is so other, so holy from the devil, which is what holy means. It's so separate and other from the selfishness of sin that you cry holy, holy, holy around him. Why? Because you're seeing the intentions of the father's heart are always to benefit others around him with every thought of lightning that comes out of the father's belly. There's not one thing the Father asks of you that he hasn't always walked in himself. He's not putting rules on you. That's not God. That's a religious demon. God's saying, this is I am. I'm going to give I am through words called gospel. Mm -hmm. You're going to be able to receive it little by little like seed and teaching. And as you receive it, I'm going to begin to form my nature on the inside. And if you like it, you can have more. God's not going to change for you. He's not going to change for America. He's not going to change for Kenya. He's not going to change for England. He's not going to change for 2023. He doesn't even care if you have TV. He's not changing for your times and seasons. You might need a TV to watch the teachings and the understanding. You're going to need some wisdom, but he's not changing because of your setting. You change and enter his ancient ways. His ancient ways are so unknown Most American Christians react so hostily to who the Father is in His unchanging nature, enthroned in glory, that they don't know Him at all. They've constructed a cultural Christianity, a Laodicean church, with all the stuff that's come down the path of lightning, showering themselves with all this stuff, and they still don't know Him. Right? The gifts, come down irrevocably doesn't mean it has any of his character or nature formed in your hearts whatsoever you need the gifts pick up some of the gifts but make sure you're using it to have the giver's nature formed mm-hmm. on the inside otherwise you could have signs and wonders constantly and jesus christ said something to those people depart from me you doer of your own thing into eternal suffering where there'll be weeping and gnashing of teeth with the devil forever it's exactly what he said. Because why? They were selfish with what was coming down from the Sephirot. They were selfish with the praise and worship. They were selfish with the gifts. Look at me, look at me. Listen, man, you need to oppose that stuff in you. There's a purification The prostitution of the drunken glory is one of the most grievous things of all time. Mm -hmm. The clinging to the old freedoms and the old manifestations and not moving forward to challenge yourself into unknown cultures and just stay in a certain culture. Listen, you're not growing closer to Jesus. You're growing closer to the devil. Mm -hmm. You're growing closer to the devil. Unless you're growing and moving and challenging yourself out of your comfort zones, you're not growing in Christ at all. Mm -hmm. He's always changing so I told you people today, be open, because everything changes as you grow. Of all the things I've said today in the Holy Spirit, from the rung of Yasad of Berea, I tell you the truth, of all the things I'm telling you, the most important thing to you, because everything's going to change rapidly, is that you're open, because everything changes as you grow. A lot of you have never lifted off the earth and you're making your life decisions from Malkut. Biggest mistake of your life. You need to make the decision to grow and circumcise your spirit in the priesthood of Melchizedek and become more mature Christians before you make life decisions. Mm -hmm. It's basically like a two-year-old changing Mm -hmm. their sex from male to female and you do it as Christians when you're immature in Christ. Mm -hmm. Don't make Life decisions, while you're young and foolish in Christ, you'll destroy your lives. You're not wise enough to make the correct decisions. You have to be open, because as you grow, everything changes. And the more you're open, the more you grow, then your decisions will be wise and eternal, and you won't have regrets in Jesus' name.
1: Amen. Take that wisdom with you and apply that, uh, just so you can understand a little more practically how we implement that. There are certain things, certain things that come up, that will be given the wisdom. You know what? Yes, but let's wait until at least another rung or two more rungs. Right. But we understand as angels, you have that understanding. It's not like, oh God, oh God, what do we do? What do we do? Oh my God, oh my God, nobody knows. Oh my God, it's not Take like that. Take a chill pill, now. You're gonna have to get your peace. You're gonna walk with the shoes of peace. If you don't have peace in these realms, forget about it. Get your peace back first bob jones he has a video on youtube i'm sure all of you guys or most of you know it he said this is what you do if you lost your peace this is how you get your peace back Mm. you soak Uh, there's a video someone can uh, share that in the rlm facebook group tonight uh later go ahead you can you know jot it down but just you know pay attention for the rest of this and we can share that later but you'll need peace you'll need wisdom and understanding the bible was not joking around when it was written in the book of Proverbs about wisdom and understanding, what does the Bible say? Get wisdom, get understanding. If you get anything,
2: yeah, get wisdom
1: and understanding. But sometimes in the Christian church, we treat it like an optional thing. Well, I'm just not that wise. No. I guess I just have to do something, something else. something
0: else except wisdom.
1: Which is foolishness.
0: Madness. Yeah, it's a spirit Chasing of falling. the wind.
1: Which is the whore of Babylon, spirit. It's the...
0: your spirit following your nefesh, your animal soul. Mark of the beast in your head and your forehead, because Gavura is not bound in your left hand nor dat in your forehead and so all your decisions are demonically based truth anyhow, that's Amen. why you don't make decisions while you're an Amen. infant in Christ.
1: Right, Amen. Every single one of you has to get wisdom and understanding. It's not just for someone else. Every single one of you has to have has to obtain wisdom and understanding. This is not your American IQ math problem SAT test Has nothing to do with that. You can't
0: Google out of this one.
1: You can't Google out of this one. You're gonna have to have wisdom and understanding. If you don't have it, if you don't know how to to get it, the book of Proverbs tells you exactly how to get it. So if you don't have it, or you don't know how to get it, or you need more of it, I gave one sister the instruction on her Sephirotic journey. The Holy Spirit said, she's going to need to put the book of Proverbs into her eyes and ears without distractions at least 15 times more. I mean, all the way through. That means the book of Proverbs mm-hmm. into her eyes. Now, this isn't for everyone. You have your own assignment, but maybe this applies to you. You can always use more wisdom. The specific instruction for this sister was minimum, that's bare minimum, 15 times. Through the entire book of Proverbs into the eyes and ears, without having any other distractions. So that means if there's something else going on, you pause it. You take care of what you need to, and then you set aside time to finish it. That's all the words into the eye without thinking about other stuff. Yeah. Without checking your cell phone, without thinking the about worrying the about warfare. The genetics of
0: Jesus Christ. The scripture is yep. literally the genetics of YHWH.
1: And that's someone who didn't have a ton of homework. That's someone who's mm-hmm. already doing pretty well. Yeah. That's like a very tiny assignment. Mm-hmm. We're talking hundreds of thousands of hours in the word of God baked into your eyes and ears while you're paying attention without your attention going off on some other thoughts. It works. Yeah.
0: But a lot of people don't want to put the work in. Yeah. Watch, watch Netflix. A lot so of what's people the new anime it? or something or video games. You know, it'll just cost you. Mm -hmm. To be a priest, it costs you your whole life. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people were thankful that they weren't Levites. Mm -hmm. Some Levites were ultra thankful that they were. Because all they wanted Mm -hmm. to do is serve God with their heart all all the time and pray all the time. Mm -hmm. So God creates people with different Mm -hmm. nefesh. And this is what I've learned over the years. Is the quality of your nefesh, you're going to have to sacrifice... All kinds of different stuff in your animal soul according to your Mm bloodlines. See, the stuff in your blood is what's animating your thought life and the things that you're thinking as I'm speaking to you. Some Mm -hmm. of you can't pay attention and you're distracted and some of you are honed in. Why are you honed in? Because you value the Ruah Mm -hmm. more than the Nefesh. There has to be a longing and a hungering for the higher angelic soul, the higher angelic intelligence. If you are complacent and you enjoy Nefesh Christianity, be assured you're an enemy of Jesus Christ right now. There is no justification for that. Your life is hostile to the Holy Spirit. You're an enemy of the Holy Spirit. What is the Holy Spirit? The Ruah Soul. Pentecostal fire. Don't do anything until you have the Ruah Soul. What's the Ruah Soul? Resting tongues of fire. They had a different change, a different soul at Pentecost. If you read the Mm -hmm. Bible, they're cowering in fear the day before. Then they're bold as a lion the day after. You realize that is the epitome of when a form changes through lightning or the path of lightning changes the form of the soul. That's the epitome. From fear to faith, your soul gets strengthened by God by waiting on the Lord. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Renewing your strength, it is written. Mounting on wings as eagles and doing something, soar, which means get over it. Whatever thing has kept you in the earth, Malkut, God has a plan to get over it in the soaring. But the soaring is angelic and the problem is is we're in a fashion we have little faith. We don't really get what Joel's bar is talking about. Most of it flies over our head or we don't even allow it into our heart. Our hearts are callous. Mm-hmm circumcise your hearts. You're going to have to deal Mm -hmm. with Elijah and David circumcising all Mm -hmm. the insane amounts of earthly pride, of nefesh blood pride, Mm -hmm. out of your hearts to even enthrone the Ruah. Mm -hmm. And you'll be enthroned in the Ruah through the first five worlds of the Sephirotic Tree of Life, the Path of Lightnings. The first five worlds, you learn how to use the nefesh to enthrone the Ruah as superior over the nefesh, which is over and against your own blood, so that your nefesh can be holy flesh, sacred nefesh, sacred flesh, and not unholy black Malkut nefesh, unholy flesh, which always does the will of their father the devil, as is written. Amen.
1: Amen. That's what this journey (laughs) is all about. And as some of you, if you struggle with paying attention during sermons... And during prayer, and during worship, one of the prescriptions for that is giving to charity. But the problem is, is if you give to an unholy charitable cause, like giving into black Malkut churches under the curse of Jezebel, it actually makes the condition worse. That's why some of you are in the state of mind that you are now, because You spent so much time in religion of Black Malkut, under Jezebel's tower. So when you're charitable giving that you were- you had a pure intention. Well, unfortunately, that didn't matter too much under the principalities. And they took advantage of the unworthy giving to an unworthy cause when you were just trying to do the best that you could. And what that did was eat away at your brain eat away at your ability to focus and concentrate. Some of you, you had a better uh, stable mind before you were even in Christianity. Yeah. And now you wonder what happened, I'm a mess. Turning I used on to be able to, demons. I used to have a great personality. I used to have fun and freedom and I never was bitter and angry like this. What happened? It's because you were in the church of Black Malkut, and the height of your favorite experiences with God were mostly you serving Satan, including the power and the gifts. It's that surge of, oh, I just need to get back to that place where it was me and God, and I I decreed something, and it happened, and it was like, you were empowered by a demon principality who was pretending to be Jesus. Mm -hmm. And even though you were in measurements of sincerity, hidden under the sincerity that you thought you had, were underlying wicked motives and intentions. And when righteousness exposes that, you realize your old Christianity has really been... Lie wrapped in lies with some truth.
0: Establish repentance.
1: Yeah. So you gotta repent for how you originally repented. Amen. Exactly. And give to you know, R L M charity, R L M America. RLM lay, RLM a lot Africa. of people don't mm-hmm. realize
0: they lay offerings down on altars of demons. It's written in the right. book of Corinthians. <clears throat> that you you Corinthians have good intentions, but you're actually serving devils. Right. That's what the apostle says to them. I know you think you're serving Jesus because you pray in tongues. That's what he says. But you're actually serving devils and laying down your offerings at altars of devils. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't even give anything to Paul. He says, I think that I might have labored amongst you in vain. And that all my work in planting your churches might have been for nothing. You're right. They all got in strife against their apostle. Did you know it? That's Mm -hmm. what happened the Corinthian church. I know none of you guys have ever been in strife towards me. But it's biblical of any spiritual leader that you get strife. What is strife? Satan tempting your heart to no longer walk with God in the way. Mm-hmm. Strife shuts down any possibility of spiritual growth. Mm-hmm. Unless the strife and the envy, and a lot of the father wounds, because a lot of people take their father, their nephesh, bloodline father wounds into the relationship with god so now we got all these images of the father like our nefesh father and god's like not even in that same world it, it that it's like we paint a picture of the father in hell and we think god's like the, the father of hell which is lucifer satan and that's what people do when they're infants in christ why because they haven't had any other experiences They've only had nefesh experiences. That's why you walk by faith, not by sight, because the Ruach experiences is the first taste that there is a heaven, that there are angels. There is a different father besides earthly fathers, the fatherhood in whom all fatherhood derives, it is written. It's a different type of fathering that's not human at all. And so trusting that angelic fathering is how you get fathered out of the earth into the heavenlies. Which means you're going to have to learn to be children in your 90s. You're going to be a child at 300 years old. Little Enoch. They called them little Yarevave. Mm-hmm. Child, little one. Oh, but I'm 800 years I'm old and got know, a beard down the to my, my belly hand button. Hand. No, you're a little one. A I little a Yarevave. A little Enoch, you have a vision of the great God I am on the throne and his fathering and how much fire, holiness, the smile. I can see the smile on his face emanating from his fire right now as I'm talking to you. And all that joy just come down into you that the father is smiling over you because the grace to empower you is being poured into your hearts. And that's where I started tonight. I will pour the best Part of me into you, because I saved the best part of me for last. That's what the Father's gonna do. This is a an, a never-ending revival of the nature of the good father. Amen. Mm-hmm. And you can say, Well, Brandon, you're my father. Listen, man, I can have attributes of the Father. She can have attributes of the Holy Spirit, of the of the Heavenly Mother. You can have attributes, listen, but who is bringing it down through you really is in a higher conduction of the path of lightnings is the one who's your father and mother. And if you break that rank and how the heavens come down through people's lives surrendered to the Holy Spirit, you're no longer fathered and mothered at all. You understand as it's written, they shall not break rank. And you're like, it's a control thing. No, it's it's a flow thing. It's understanding how heaven flows, which means you can't stay in heaven unless you honor the teachers or anyone that has ever been used to bring a portion of God down. Now, if they're not in the path anymore and they're off the mountain and they're not being used in the flow Of the father in whom all good things flow from and they're not in that line that brings heaven to earth well there's not much to honor there so they will test you in unconditional love but if they're in the flow as a temple of Ezekiel 47 that releases the river of life from heaven to earth you better honor them because it's through these ones that heaven comes It's not poured out just from the sky. It's poured out through the 120 in the upper room. Jesus had a connection in these 120 because they had been with him. His word was in them. There was a friendship. Do you understand that? They knew the master. You would not sit in that place and posture yourself unless you had heard him and walked with him. It was personal and it was friendship. So it is with all of you. It's not individual, it's corporate, it's it's friendship, and it's knowing Him, and it's positioning yourself how to receive in the river of life. Right? Revelation 22, verse mm-hmm. 1. I saw how the river comes down, is what the Apostle John says. It comes down from the Father, Yarevave Abba, the Lamb of God, and then down through the path of lightnings. Mm-hmm. That's 10 weeks. That's the heavenlies. And it comes down, and our job is to learn how to receive how the river comes down, and then rise in the river, like Mm -hmm. salmon during spawning season. They swim Mm -hmm. upstream. So the emanations come down. But the people are using the emanations, not on the earth with them out here like prostitutes. That's what a horror Babylon is. It's like, oh, I'm down here underneath all God's stuff. Did you swim up to God or are you just down there stealing all the stuff that come down from God upon the just and the unjust? Just because you believe in God doesn't mean nothing. Every demon believes in God and steals everything they can from God every day. Doesn't help one bit. They just live under the fountain of God and steal everything they can that's what demons do they only are thieves that come to steal jesus christ said it so a lot of people in black malkut have the demon nature mm-hmm. which means they're under the fountain of god of how it just rains on the just and unjust and that is just take all the div- divine things of god that rain on everyone and just use them for themselves for my house for my nefesh for my bloodline for my click you're a demon You are wicked and evil and you haven't even begun to follow the Holy Ghost at all. And most Christians are in that spot. Truth anyhow. Don't turn off the broadcast. There's hope for you. There's salvation from that mess. That's the prostitute of Babylon. Why is she a prostitute? Because she used everything that was rained down upon her from the path of lightnings. She used it all for her own soul. For her nefesh blood. Drunk on the blood of the saints is her description. Which means she's only a thief. She's never given out. She's only taking care of herself. She's only building her own business. Only building her own house. She's only Nefesh. Mm -hmm. The ruah is rejected by these types of Christians. They are the false brethren, and there's some of them here in RLM. Just look to your neighbors. It might be you. It
1: might be.
0: Repent, repent. (laughs) Amen. There's hope. You know. God is love, which means there's a potential of changing your heart and softening it tonight to have his nature formed in it. You know, when you receive the Ruah, it's for service of others. When you receive the Ruah, you wait until you receive the Ruah soul, which is the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You need to get it. All of you need to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ baptizes in the Holy Ghost in fire. Seek the baptism with your heart. You need the Ruah soul. You can't live in an ephesh soul. It's You can't. It's not an option here. Your priorities need to grow in Christ for the Ruah soul. And there's literally 100,000 Pentecostal videos of speaking in tongues of how to receive mm-hmm. the baptism of the Holy Spirit on YouTube. I'm not going back into the Pentecostal age of a 100-year-old revelation. That's not my job. Mm-hmm. That's other ministers' job. So go and get the baptism. Come back here. Use the Ruah. And we'll help you get the Neshama. We'll help you walk on paths of lightnings. It's a huge body of Christ with many members doing their jobs. And we're going to be one. It's not going to be my ministry versus your ministry. It's going to be, oh, I can see the kingdom. I can see the king. I understand we're walking on streets of gold, so I'm not going to fight over sheep. I'm not going to fight over donors. I'm not going to fight over any of this garbage that we have in Christianity. What I'm going to do is help everyone be built up on the ladder to bring as much heaven to earth, because even heaven's beaches are made out of solid gold. That's what gold dust is. But when you're an orphan rejection spirit... And earth, under an, a spirit of unbelief and a religious spirit, you're always at each other's necks in envy and strife. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you don't understand heaven or God or what the place is like. And as you go up, you realize you're adopted, you're loved, mm-hmm. you're provided for. There's more than enough. Always mm-hmm. your cup will overflow. And you begin to yeah. take care of others instead mm-hmm. of just taking care of yourself and yeah. clinging in your unbelief. Amen. So to steward the Ruah of God is becoming a servant of others. Which means you begin to use the things of God to build up not in ignorance. You don't let them trample on you. You do that happens just because we're ignorant, and we're young in Christ. So that'll happen a lot, but you you knock that off and you don't let them take advantage of you. That's there's no rewards in that. You don't you know the blessing was that you made it through the lion's den. Not that you were thrown in there. Satan will throw some of you in prison 10 days. That's not a blessing. That's the, the devil is not a blesser. But endure to the end, you get the blessing, the crown of life it is written. That's the blessing. Now, why do we go into a satanic imprisonment sometimes? Because we're too stubborn to deal with our sin. We want to judge others instead of allowing our own hearts to be rent and looking at the manure pile we let in through our own bloodlines. Oftentimes, we don't want to deal with the animal and the flesh soul. It's easier to just put religion on it like a band-aid because you do have to be a real priest. You do have to be bold and courageous to inherit the promised land. It is written. Mm-hmm. Joshua, be bold and courageous. Jesus, Joshua, Yeshua, be bold and courageous. You're going to have to be because you're going to deal with stuff in you that are going to make you uncomfortable. And you're going to be tempted to blame others, get a bad attitude, get bitter, get angry, be murderous be selfish and you're going to have to constantly repent of the previous forms of repentance which means you're going to keep purifying your heart consecrating your heart until you start to see the crystal clear living water that sparkles coming up out of your spirit and through your heart and through your mind and out of your body and you're looking at a Shekinah glory cloud of the purification of your own heart and mind that's called putting on the armor of light it comes up from within to be protected in these days means that your spirit man has developed Yarevave vave in it, Jesus Christ in it, the hope of realizing the glory. Well, I've realized the glory 25 years ago. Now what did I do with it? I allowed it to eat my heart as a manure pile, eat my blood as animal hell, as 666 beast hell, and it ate the heart, it ate the brain, it ate... All the dumb crap of human opinion and human feelings and emotions. And it, it crucified it with Christ. It killed it. Crucifixion is a torture. To be crucified with Christ means that I torture this stuff. Doesn't mean you beat yourself up. That's not what he's talking about. I'm not talking about cutting yourself. He's not talking about hurting yourself. Not at all. The opposite of that. He's how to heal with the intensity of the holy spirit in his word in dealing with your own hearts that's why it says rend your hearts and don't just mildly bend when it's convenient when you rend something you rip it in half rend your hearts it is written cut your hearts it is written not just conveniently bend it or over like a little origami swan yeah, that's how we are you know when we're in black mouth we we make an origami swan with our heart and god's like RIP IT IN HALF! Rend your heart! Cut the sheet of paper! I got something better that's gonna come from a deeper realm you don't know anything about! You learn to live in the unknown. And God begins to grip your spirit with the awe of God. Walking in the fear of God is that more of Him's gonna come out, and I have no idea what it's gonna be like. And it's gonna challenge me, but it's gonna be God. And it's gonna be awesome, and it's gonna be heaven, and I'll be more angelic. You have to do that, guys, in the walk with Jesus Christ. Every day, every day, the fresh new bread from heaven is challenging and dealing with our hearts. How often? I die on Sunday mornings only. Daily, it is written. I die daily. To what? The animal life. The gavura of hell. The dot of hell, the abyss the demonic influence the evil spirits the the impulses of the flesh the lust of the eyes the lust of the flesh the pride of life it is written i'm dying to all of it i am not going to go to hell by serving the impulse of the flesh i'm not even going to i'm not even going to compromise i want the perfect i want to see what happens when you go after the complete annihilation of the impulse of the flesh and the complete inebriation of the angel of Yarevave, marriage supper of the Lamb, best wine for last. I want to see what these higher realms and worlds of glory contain. I want to drink them. I want to walk on sapphire stones with Moses, with Aaron. I want to walk on sapphire stones with Enoch, Metatron, Elijah, Sandalphon, I'm not going to be content where I'm at. I'm going to challenge myself, humble myself, allow the word of God to cut me so that more of God can shine out from my spirit by the yieldedness of my, my nephesh. You know why so people, so many people have so little of God in their life? Because they don't allow their hearts to be rent for God to come forth from their bellies. So Rick Joyner says, God is like a caged lion in most Christians' hearts. You got the lion of the tribe of Judah in you. Have you ever let him out? Are you scared? Yeah, he's going to eat your whole heart. He's going to eat your whole heart and then your heart turns into a honeypot. And you're sweet all the time even when you're intense. As there's a sweetness to it. There's a shekinah to it. There's a kindness to it. There's a there's a glory about it. There's an anointing on it. Or your whole spectrum of thought is glory. Your whole spectrum of word is is glory, goodness, fruit of the lips, heaven, upper garden of Eden, constantly pouring forth through you. You train mm. the entire being to be a temple of Yadavav. Mm.
1: Amen. <laughs> I was also gonna ask for like a review on like lower garden versus upper garden so far. Like I know like uh, lower garden, yeah.
0: chief of the beasts of all the field. Upper garden, perfect garden of Eden, with no sin, no darkness, nothing in it. Lower garden of Eden, hell. Upper <laughs> garden of Eden. Heaven, simple as that. Truths in heaven. That's why we need new earth.
2: Yeah.
0: Why new earth? Because you need a new mm. lower garden of Eden. Mm. Amen.
1: Amen. That's so good. All right. This is really good. Let's talk about that Ruah Soul a little bit, because I can see some of you guys still have to unwork a little bit the old mentality, what you learned in Black Malkut Church. You know, they taught you the best they could, but they didn't walk on sapphire stone, so it's not good to just blame. Oh, that was the preacher's fault. That was my teacher's fault. In part, yeah, you know, there's all kinds of blame all around, but that's accuser land. Black Malkut is accuser Mm. land. You've Mm. heard of Escalator land. You've heard of Disneyland. Black Malkut Mm. is accuser land. Mm. It's everybody else's fault.
0: It's critical spirit land. Yeah. Judgmental land. Deceit land. It's
1: so everybody else's fault except for me for the condition that I'm in right now. Hallelujah. It's can I get Sinland.
0: <laughs> Do you come from Sinland, bro? Yeah.
1: Sinland can, or Vinland? I can tell. Yeah. Okay, okay. So the soul mm. mm.
0: But there's a path to Vinland.
1: Yeah, which is Bina, Berea.
0: Mm. Yep. The upper Amen. garden. Amen. So think about. Going from lower garden, earth, to upper garden, 10th week, 7th heaven. All right. So there is a chasm, but there's a path. I am the way to the Father. It means you're not just initially there. Jesus said it's a way. Mm -hmm. It's a way. I'm the gate. I'm the way. I'm the stones. I'm the streets of gold. I'm every revelation. I'm the word of God. I'm the Torah of the Father who's a rabbi. It's all Jesus, guys. It's all Jesus. Jesus. But we got Jesus down here and we just turned it into some kind of wilderness garbage. And we just want to say that we're okay with God because we live on the earth in the wilderness. It ain't true. It's just total deception and delusion. The issue is you need to be a shaking for an awakening. A shaking for awakening. You do. You need to be shook up and challenged in your belief systems out of someone who really cares about your eternal condition. And that's what the apostolic and the prophetic needs to be. Without any competition, envy, and strife. Just looking for your best interest for your eternal life. Man, honestly, that's the only thing Rebecca and I ever think about. Mm. We don't think about anything else. There's no other thought life up here with the angels. It's all you Mm -hmm. think about is the best way for everyone Mm -hmm. to have a better eternal existence. Right,
1: even when you go to eat a meal, it's like, Mm. let my eating of this food bless the Shekinah. Like, it's like everything is Shekinah glory. Everything is Sapphire stones.
0: Because otherwise, the Shekina diminishes. Mm-hmm. If there's ever a selfish thing, mm-hmm. you can feel like, oh, no. You know, I'm mm-hmm. like, man, I can't right. think like that or would say that word again. Yeah, it's Your horrifying. sensitivity gets thousands of times magnified.
1: Right. <laughs> so be faithful with the measure of sensitivity that you have now. If there's no sensitivity, it's because... The seared in, conscience, instead of
0: yeah,
1: the, it's because the seared conscience has become the ropes that tie you up, it is mm. written. Yeah. So that is iniquity. The iniquity that sears your conscience becomes the rope that bind you, that tie you up. So if you're bound in iniquity, it's also written in the book of Ezekiel, that their iniquities will be inscribed on their bones. Mm. So instead of sapphire stone holy inscriptions, many of you, and if not most of you at the sound of my voice, have bone inscriptions. You got of some death. bone
0: necromancy in you, and that's there's no the doubt problem. about it.
1: Yeah. So that's a lot of the issue is you're emanating the death instead of emanating the Shekinah. When you have the inscriptions of Yadhe by going up sapphire stones and conquering worlds, emanating life out of you with a new stone with a new name on it. And it continually emanates Shekinah. That's your new baseline of normal. It continues. And that starts to drown out the old and you start to get the inscriptions of the iniquities that bound you off of your bones. Mm. So you're bound at a bone level. Inscriptions, how do many of you know if you ordered let's talk in terms of iPads. Everyone knows iPad and iPhone, right? Let's say the brand new iPhone or iPad comes out, and it's one that you really want. But you want everyone to know that it's yours. So what are you gonna do? Are you gonna get a label maker, a twenty two dollar my label maker from Hobby Lobby, or borrow it from your wife?
0: I'm gonna get the and laser get a little inscriptions. Sticker? You're gonna They're get complimentary it complimentary with every purchase, Rebecca.
1: Right. So you're obviously going to have an inscription, right? Wouldn't that be stupid to have a little sticker instead because people can just peel it off and Maybe like whose cool is
2: stickers it
1: on. You could put stickers on, but you would want it for safety purposes. you want that thing inscribed like no matter if I show up because I can track it and I bring the police with me and I bang on the door I'm like, hand it over man look it's got my name on it. Laser etching. So there's no there's no one can deceive anyone whose iPad that is, right? Whose cell phone that Prince. is. Your name is on it. There's no deceiving when the spirits come around, the angels come around, the demons come around. Whose name is etched on your bones? Woo. You could put a nice cute label or cute sticker at Drunken Glory Smiley Face. I
0: never thought about it.
1: Drunken Glory Smiley Face, just cover it up, no one'll know.
0: Bone, bone necromancy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nobody, Ezekiel 37,
0: will know. It is written.
1: Nobody will know if I just put Jesus on a label to make her borrow it from my wife's prayer closet and just slap it over that bone necromancy.
0: Bone necromancy is about the realest thing you ever deal with in your whole life because a lot of these trances when you get knocked out with a heavy kavod. hmm Angels are dealing with bone necromancy.
1: Right. And so I wanted to let you guys know, uh, some of you, you have to just be awake and paying attention. Just get
0: knocked out and get angelic surgery. I want
1: to deal with making it really clear for the Mm. nefesh mind. So, you know, there's always, do I do this or do that? Am I doing it wrong? That's carnal mind, right? So you have to understand, well, I thought you wanted us to stay awake and take notes. What about when I need to pass out? That's black and white witchcraft of trying to figure it out with the brain. So let me just make it really clear because I asked the Lord about this for clarification. This is what he told me. If you're just kind of in a daze like, oh, you know, you just kind of, uh, you know, you need to rouse yourself to wakefulness. If you're normally used to coming for the last year, months, days, couple years, and just kind of zoned out or you're watching at home, you're zoned out, focus, rouse yourself to wakefulness. Take notes so you imprint it because when you inscribe it, when you scribe, you're praying for the inscription.
0: You get bone surgery when mm. your spirit man right. gets fed and overfills.
1: Right, so for those of you, if your temptation is usually just to kind of zone out and By close angels. your eyes and not really do much and just kind of let it, I'm trying to let it soak in. No, get your ready pen of writer or your your technology. You know, However it is that you're making your notes because when you scribe, you're praying for the inscription. You're writing it down on paper and believing that God's writing it down on your heart. Because if you treasure it, it'll be given to you, Proverbs says. So, yeah. This mm. is, these are keys. These are keys for righteousness. Now, when the weighty kavad hits you and you feel the heavy weight and you're like, oh man, I don't think I can even stay conscious. You can let it just knock you out and have the surgery, that's fine. But when it comes to that just kind of Kind of sleepy, but just kind of in a daze. Rouse yourself to wakefulness. You'll feel the weighty kavod if it's time for angel surgery. Okay.
0: Genesis 2.23, then Adam said, This is now bone of my bones. Bones are mentioned 90 times in scripture. Bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Notice it's bones. So imagine those kinds of bones there that's upper garden of eden bones now the kind of bones that deteriorate get brittle you need a, a knee transplant uh got issues not putting out the white blood cells for any kind of uh, ability to kick disease in a in a cold might kill you there's something wrong right those were different bones adam and eve is not dealing with any kind of weakness the weakness in the bones the bible says hebrews 4:12 amplified classic the word of god separates bone from marrow is the bone surgery so the gospel is ezekiel 37 saving your bones god one time one encounter he had me break every single one of my bones in the spirit in a prophetic experience every bone in my body and it was like 205 or something he broke it and he dumped out sand from my bones And he says this is true with every fallen human being. And the bone transplant and the the bone surgery is not a one-time deal. Just like your spirit is continuous, your Mm -hmm. soul's continuous, your mind is continuous, Mm. you better believe as your bones are continuous. If that Mm. area goes unsaved, you're still going to be a total mess with bone Mm. necromancy.
1: Speaking of bone necromancy, let's expose silly girl Christian witches. Mm. Don't let your daughters play around with... Other young Christian girls doing their just whatever their little games are. Ask about what they're doing. Be interested. I'm sharing this because this is not obvious to most parents, but demons use silly girls.
2: Hmm. Playing little Any games. Crazy kids.
1: Now these girls, they didn't even know they were being used of Satan, but they did um sand bone necromancy on me when I was a kid. Oh come on play with us, you know, just I'm a kid, I was going to church with my parents you don't think anything of it you know that your parents always say, you know be nice go play with the kids blah 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 that's what you do and then they separate from the adults and they go run around and play their little games and they're just clapping their hands and you know, all this little stuff and uh there's, there's one one of the games they play. oh it's a fun thing the whole time they put your their hands over your head and make these little openings at your gate
2: mm. while
1: they say a little song it's supposed to be cute and fun oh, and they spread it from child to child the little games they play it's demonic. What that does is it opens up the portal and they scoop sand into your mind and they fill your bones with sand and they count the mountain measures. And so I mean there's all kinds of little games that's like
0: There's black sand from the fallen Malkut. It's not the white sand of heaven that's gold dust. So yeah. you know the sand of heaven's gold dust. So when that sand, when that gold dust comes on you guys it's because you're getting a bone transplant.
1: I feel like I'm choking on sand. Confronting that too.
0: Amen, amen. Glory. <clears throat> woo,
1: it's good. Man, you Probably
0: getting you're getting delivered. from the my... old cult, man.
1: Yeah, I was raised by Baal.
0: That's crazy. The
1: star of death, the the fallen <laughs> angel entity over my specific church. Not not just like around, but like my specific church. They call um my friend who used to be a witch. After she met me, she worked for me. She was my employee. She met Jesus, but every she was the one, you know, creepy employee who would be standing there waiting for me in the room, knowing that I was coming, even if I was super quiet. And I noticed that she's always waiting there for me. And I asked about it. And she was pretty open about her practice and everything. And she said, yeah, the spirit that goes with you is different than every other spirit. And I said, oh, yeah, how so? Because I'm actually interested to hear what this, you know, which has to say. My employee, she's, you know, the the nice witch, the the mom the struggling mom of two kids who's just trying to make it and trying to protect herself. Mm. But um, her whole birthing process was her wicked grandma, who's a wicked witch, the whole birthing her, they were trying to reincarnate reincarnate a dead relative and not they were trying to move her soul out of the way and implant a deceased soul into her physical body. And so she had to fight that off from birth. Yeah. So we're talking about like all kinds of, speaking of necromancy, we're talking about necromancy. That kid's
0: going to need counseling.
1: So I went and counseled her. Every time I checked her rooms, I was counseling. And it got to the point where she realized the spirit that was with me She told, is different than any other spirit. She could see spirits, too. She says, and I said, oh, how so? What do you think of the one that goes with me? I'm not talking about anything. I'm just asking for her unbiased opinion. We're doing a blind study here, right? Just doing an experiment in the Holy Ghost. Oh, wait, what do you, what do you think is different about this one that goes with me? She said, well, whenever you're coming to my rooms, it comes in the room before you get here. That's why she's standing there waiting because here's the greeting. Here's here's the spirit that goes with me. It stays in here and fills the room the whole time you're here. And even after you leave and you walk out, it remains for a little while and then it goes. Mm-hmm. And I said, let me show you something. I opened up the drawer in the hotel. <laughs> She's a housekeeper. I pull the Bible out, and I said, I open up the Bible and I said, You see that? He hems me in behind and before. That's the Holy Spirit. That's why he comes in the room every time before I come in here. He's with me the whole time. He's with us in here. And when when I leave, he hems me in behind. And every single day when I come to check your rooms, you feel that? This is who that spirit is. This is the spirit of Jesus. (laughs) <laughs> now, for all you recovering charismatics, this was before I was baptized in the Holy Spirit. This was after my water baptism when the white dove descended upon me when I walked out of the tomb of Jesus in the vision under the water, and I saw it come down like a dove
0: like an Andran lots of anointing or something.
1: yeah, I don't know it's like in the this what talking e free glory. I don't really know. <laughs> the strange glory, the regular glory. Whatever it is. But the the Spirit of God is with those who believe in Him. And then, you know, get the baptism, the Spirit speaking in tongues later on. But I'm mentioning this housekeeper to you because when I went into the vision, the Holy Spirit took me out of body and showed me the church that I grew up in. And this was after I'd moved about two hours away from where I grew up. He took me uh, the man uh, Without a face Holy Spirit Holy Ghost at my right hand took me in the spirit realm and showed me The secret place behind the veil under the steeple where the demon principality was he showed me how all these people I grew up with were actually witches and, and Warlocks and all these people that we thought were just nice Christian people some were real he showed me my best friend's mom and how pure her heart was and how she would decorate the christmas tree she was a genuine she loved the lord she loved him she wasn't i feel feel a fire right there yeah you love her just and but the problems they had couldn't be fixed because of the cap of the demon over them Mm. and they didn't understand what was going on and all the witchcraft had filled the whole church and it was making people sick and i thought we got to get it out of here but you can't get it out it makes you sick makes you nauseous just touching it, just looking at it. And as I'm looking at the paperwork they had in there of all the witchcraft and the scrolls and all that, my friend Tammy, who had converted, she converted to Jesus. She received Jesus as her Lord and Savior after uh, I took her to Starbucks after work one day. She wanted to talk about this different spirit that goes with me and it was the most clarity in those two hours she'd had in her entire life. The Lord just revealed Himself, It wasn't that I had the greatest ability to convey doctrine or anything. It was just the love of God for someone else. His love. His spirit. Despite how, how much sin I had in my own life, He still used me. Right? You grow wherever you're at and become more and more faithful. And I was in a season of repentance. So that repentance opens up for the power of the Holy Spirit to work in your life so you can reach so many people right where you're at just as soon as you start repenting. So that opened up but when I was in the spirit realm with the Holy Spirit there, my friend Tammy after she became Christian, she appeared to me in the vision. And I said, "Oh, hey Tammy." <laughs> she just popped him. I said, cuz I know she I was like, I know she used to be in that cult." I said, What is this? Because they had the insignia of that demon that was behind the veil and he showed me that. He snuck me in there. We took a peek and I could see it and it had the black horns and all that. But its insignia was on the paperwork and I asked her, I said, Who is, what is, do you know what spirit this is? What is this thing? She said, oh yeah, that's the star of death. Like, every witch knows this, apparently. I don't know, like, I don't, I don't know. I was like, wow, okay, you know, thanks for the tip. like, well, that's crazy. Star of death. That sounds like some kind of Star Wars thing. But anyway, thank you. And uh, so I go around and I find out the the only solution possible the Holy Spirit showed me in the vision was the people have to come out of the church. It was impossible to remove all the witchcraft from it. You have to come out.
0: You just close the doors.
1: Yep. So um, that was... Uh,
0: yep. well, ask the goat's head battering ram in Heaven Waits the Bread, Chapter 1. He's not going to close the doors. He's going to battering ram all of them. In the whole earth. Yeah. True, Zana. And what does the book say? Well, the real church was walking on water, praying in caves, mm. or living in paradise. Come on.
1: Amen. So you can be in the fesh soul <laughs> without Ruah soul and still have the Holy Spirit operating in your life being born again. And that's where I was. Now, the Ruah soul. <laughs> so the Holy Spirit. The angel of Shekinah bestows a greater layer of soul to you upon your baptism in the Holy Spirit. This layer of ruah soul mirrors the Holy Spirit on the earth. Mm. Okay, so ruah soul. So let's say you're a nefesh soul. You're just born with a nefesh. The nefesh is in the blood. You're born. You have blood. Your parents, you know, copulate and you know you procreate a baby. And it has a Nephesh and the Nephesh is in the blood, Leviticus 17.11. And then you can receive Jesus as your Savior, and you receive salvation. So that means if you die in your sins of your nephesh, you will go to heaven. Amen? But when you receive that baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues, the Ruach HaKodesh, which is the Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ, that's God, that's not you, that's God. The Ruach HaKodesh bestows upon you a greater layer of soul. That's your Ruach soul. And that mirrors the Holy Spirit on the earth. And why do I say Holy Spirit on the earth? It's written hmm. that there are three witnesses in heaven, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And these three are one. So there are three witnesses in heaven. And it says there are three witnesses on earth. The Spirit, the water, and the blood. The one of those six mentioned, that's mentioned above and below, is the Holy Spirit. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit above. The Spirit, the water, and the blood below. And those three are in agreement. It says above that the three are one, and below the three are in agreement as one, or in one.
0: It's also a map to go mm-hmm. from below to above. Yeah. I saw a vision as you we were saying that. So you're born of spirit and water. This picture. It is written, John 3, you must be born again, Nicodemus, of spirit and water. So you have the blood of Jesus. Okay, You're saved by his blood. Forgiveness of sins, a cleansing of conscience from dead works. Your conscience is your spirit right in your belly. And then you have the water. And so that works for the lifting of the Spirit, Philippians 3, 11, the resurrection in the body, moral and spiritual, that lifts you out from among the dead. What's the dead? Nefesh, even while in the body. body. So the Ruah of the Holy Ghost works within your spirit and raises it up into the heavens. And when you get into the heavens, it's solidified. That's walking on sapphire Mm -hmm. stones. So all your faith down here right now in the spirit and the blood and the water of Jesus Christ of Nazareth is to solidify mm-hmm. your faith in your spirit. Then your spirit when it's solidified in the blood mm-hmm. the water and the spirit lifts it up into the solid form of walking in mm-hmm. the world above. When you're solid above that's the most excellent way of mm-hmm. 1 Corinthians 12:31 the highway it's the above world. Mm-hmm. That's the maturity that's when your mind is always on things above. Philippians chapter 4, it is written. So if you read the apostles, understanding the Kabbalah of Jesus Christ and not just, you know, black Malkut Christianity of the horror of Babylon, it's always corresponding above in the Scriptures. You're not going to find any New Testament verse that is not referencing the heavens. Otherwise, mm-hmm. there'd be no potential to grow in that verse. It would not be Scripture at all. It's scripture because it does first correspond to the above realm, but also feeds your spirit, the born-again spirit in the below realm, to be solid in faith as you rise to it. All the word of God is a key to rising from the dead. The word of God itself is the substance. Now, you can have one person bring the word, but it doesn't do anything. The hearts remain cold. Why do some people have a much greater Torah? Every rabbi has a different Torah. They might not be a rabbi. They're a rabbi, they're a student, they're very young. You know, it's the same with the apostles and prophets. All different levels of teaching and ability corresponding to one thing. How solid did their spirit, the blood of Jesus, and the living water get in the above world, in the heavenly realm of Shekinah glory, where the Father is. Why? Because the glory is the Father. Yours is the kingdom, the power, and what? The glory forever Mm -hmm. and ever. It is written, Matthew 6. So the glory is the Father. It is written. So to get into the glory, it's because the spirit, water, and blood became solid in your spirit to live in that above realm. That that above realm gets more and more real to your mind. That's how your Mm -hmm. mind gets renewed, transfigured by the renewing of your mind. So when your mind's renewed, you're always living in heaven all the time. You don't ever come down. Your body's down on earth. You still have a sacred nefesh, a sacred body, a temple of holy flesh on earth, but you're always in the heavenlies. You're always walking on sapphire stones. That's what actual maturity of Moses, Aaron, Joseph, the sephirot, the ladder, the secret stairway, all of it is. It's producing true maturity of sustaining new heavens. If you ain't walking in there, If you're not walking there with your inner man, with your conscience, there's no new heavens for you. You're going to be under someone else's new heavens who's more mature than you. That's how real Christianity works. And that more mature person will always try to make you in that above realm more solid. Mm -hmm. Because as you solidify in the above realm, guess what it forms? The above Jerusalem, the Jerusalem Mm -hmm. above. It's the place of perfected faith as is written. When your faith is perfect, that stuff of the lower realm that you needed goes away. Amen? Because you're living in the heavens every day.
1: Amen. And the measure of your Torah is the ability to rise. It's called growing in grace, wisdom, and understanding. And one of the marks of someone who is truly rising is the desire to help others rise. That's how you can discern mountain ranges. Let's just take a quick look at the picture when we're talking about mountain ranges because I know we're both seers and we instantly go into the vision, but maybe your eyes aren't developed or you know, you're know, you not as sensitive. That's why the pictures help so much. I make pictures uh, when I have these kinds of things the Holy Spirit shows me. And when he wants me to make a picture of some kind or an illustration, just a basic illustration what it does is it takes that vision that I saw in that moment. I might remember it as a seer. I might forget it. But what it does is when we share these pictures, it gives your spirit, gives your soul reference to an invisible reality. So when you have those promptings of the Holy Spirit, when you study the scriptures, you have these references in your mind, your imagination. It's powerful to create illustrations, pictures, drawings, memes, all kinds of things about the truth of these realms because what it does is it cleanses your imagination screen. Right, so instead of the perversions of the seventh week perverse generation across your mind screen, your imagination screen, Mm. you're going to have these holy images or these prophetic images or these images that just display the reality of what's going on. So when you're seeing things come up in your life, situations at work, things with friends, things with family, I want you to remember these kinds of pictures. (laughs) And so when you look at these in your imagination screen, in that moment, the Holy Spirit might highlight something to you. Yeah, you know what, this person you're dealing with right now they're speaking from this demonic rung over here. So I'm mm. going to need you to use wisdom and not just respond how you normally would. Kindly, super, super nicely. I need you to be professional. It's yep. just...
0: Lucifer, Satan at the top, false Jesus of black Malkut. That's the Jesus of the mm-hmm. horror of Babylon. And it's all counterfeit. The, the devil is a thief that comes to steal, Jesus Christ said exactly. So you have, you have to understand the whole world is deceived. That's not my opinion. That's not because I'm right, you're wrong. That's what the Bible says. The whole world is deceived. The whole left is the whole Christian world that's not in the sapphire stones. It's not in the very flow of the Shekinah glory. It's in the realm where everything's been stolen. That's why they come in and they just steal everything and make it their own. And if you've noticed on Facebook, that's like... 99% of ministries that we encounter, and I wish it was zero, but that's literally how many people are out there in the clippeth right now on that left side of wickedness that are just channeling fallen angels, principalities, angels of light that deceive. We need to get everyone on the right side, which is love one another as I have loved you. No greater love is this than you lay down your life for others. And not get trampled on, but rise up and produce sapphire stone Shekinah So that you can burn that stuff away like Apostle John. Apostle John didn't allow himself to get killed, guys. Apostle John didn't allow himself to get martyred. So there is a a sanctification of your spirit and your soul and your mind and your body in the glory of God where you can't be touched or harmed. You are literally invincible. One of God's names is Mighty God. It means invincible energy in battle. Okay, Yadavave is mighty God, invincible energy. Now, that's available to all of you. Where is it? It's in the Word as it cuts the heart. you got to walk in it. Otherwise, you won't even be able to face high-level stuff. Otherwise, God's not going to allow you to face temptation that would seize you. He'll provide a way out. He wants you to face higher stuff, but He doesn't want you to die. So... In order to come out of the cave and deal with that goat's head battering ram and make new earth and all the wicked of the religionists pretending to be the covenant people and all the mess in the world of sorcery and witchcraft and the fallen angels and the clippeth and all the nonsense done in the name of Jesus, but it's false Jesus, you're going to have to be a certain kind of dread champion. You're going to have to have a certain kind of sword and armor because they will attack you continuously and you know that if you're an experienced warrior. They're coming with self-righteousness. You're coming through crucified emotions and feelings with Christ, having paid a price they didn't even know was available. Most believers grew up in the Clippeth and are not even aware of another system of a true kingdom of heaven, of a leadership of the Holy Ghost that's so costly that the human nature is dissolved in your heart by being devoured daily in your heart by the lion of the tribe of Judah's teeth eating your very human heart away so you don't even have human emotions. You only have Holy Spirit emotions. That's the standard of white Malkut. That's the standard of white earth. White earth is Shekinah. The only reason why it's white is because it's Shekinah. Shekinah is white. Glory is white. White throne, judgment seat of Christ. It deals with the Shekinah. So when everything's glorified, first and foremost, it must be justified. Then it must be Mm -hmm. sanctified. If you're not willing to Let Jesus justify you. And if you're self-justified, you're not in white earth. And I know a lot of you think you are. You're not. And you have to deal with this stuff. And a lot of the things, it needs to come with your own conviction, with your own relationship with the Holy Spirit. I can sit up here and just release a shotgun blast of truth. Mm -hmm. But it's you ultimately in your decision with Jesus Christ that's going to decide to change. Mm -hmm. Don't do it for me. Do it because Jesus is working in you as your God. Mm -hmm. Our job is to be a messenger. The prophetic is a messenger to intensify your relationship Mm -hmm. with Jesus. You're going to walk with Jesus hand in hand. You have your own unique marriage to Jesus. The prophetic and the apostolic job is to get rid of the flies, the lies, And clean it up, prepare the table of the Lord, make straight his path so that people can come in and be married to Jesus, soul tied to Jesus, without being soul tied to 25 other altars of other lovers and garbage like that of total whoredom. Mm -hmm. So we come with a huge sword of the upper garden of Eden Mm -hmm. to just anathema that crap and Maranatha him within you because you're accountable to Jesus Christ in your hearts. Where people come in and they're totally bewitched. They're like, I'm accountable to the man Brandon Barthrup. You're accountable to the man Christ Jesus inside the vessel of Brandon Barthrup. You're not accountable to me per se, but the measure of the Father formed in me is Yarevave. And if you read the Bible, it can be so great that when Ananias and Sapphira came before the man Peter, they literally weren't coming before Peter anymore. Remember Peter had just denied him? To teenage kids, to little kids, crazy kids. and Silly girls girls, doing
1: bone necromancy. (laughs) Doing bone
0: necromancy at his crucifixion. So Peter, and now Peter has a different entity in him. He had a spirit of cowardice. Now he has the spirit of the Father so brightly Mm -hmm. that if you lie to Peter, he says you're lying to the Holy Spirit. Right? But I'm not talking to the Holy Spirit. Ananias and Sapphira certainly did not think they're talking Mm -hmm. to the Holy Spirit. Otherwise, they wouldn't have done that. They thought they're talking to Peter. Which tells me... You can be sanctified, justified, and glorified, or you're not talking to human beings anymore. Mm-hmm. You're talking to Yadavave, in each other, possessed of Jesus Christ, one mm-hmm. body of the glory of Jesus. That's real fellowship. That's real comradeship. We need to hollow out everything else inside of us so it's only Jesus and His glory on the inside, so we can talk glory to glory, cloud to cloud, cloud rider, right? Chariot cloud rider ministries. Who is he coming on the clouds? You will meet him on the clouds. Why? Because you're all riding the same Shekinah glory Mm -hmm. from the same Jesus Christ. Amen.
1: Alright, you're going to get your license to drive. Alright.
0: Elijah Sandophon Chariot Master LOOSE!
1: Yes. Alright, you can just (laughs) type in the comments I'm going to get my license to drive a cloud. I'm going to get my license to drive a cloud. Amen. Let's just make sure it's the bright. You know the bright cloud. Yeah. spider
0: you. gets one too.
1: Yeah. You know, Amen. Kitty cloud chariot. You want to make sure the uh, cloud. Uh, the, uh, the name of the file for this cloud is called bright cloud. Mm-hmm. It's bright. It's a bright cloud. Yeah. You want to make sure you're driving a bright cloud and not a black cloud.
0: Oh, yeah. It's got to be emanating Chicago. continuous living
1: light. Because the dark clouds, I've seen them up close mm. in person, like out mm. of the body, they, um, they're they made up of little black orbs, and all together they look like clouds. So there's like all like So replicate. you're telling them
0: the enemy's got a counterfeit for everything. Yes. Exactly.
1: So, but if it's crazy, because when you look from far away, they just look like dark clouds that cover around the Sephiroth of mankind.
0: And Mal'kut's the place where choose this day whom you mm-hmm. serve, And every temptation tries to seize you, you go up into a counterfeit. So it's a critical place called the Valley of Decision. Mm -hmm. Multitudes multitudes in the Valley of Decision. We want you to go up the righteous path of Shekinah. And it will be against the flesh and against the Nefesh. And it will seem to contradict all the wide path. And it's a minority path. Few find it, it is written. And it's a narrow, compressed path. So it means it's Mm -hmm. uncomfortable to the Nefesh bloodline. And so false Christianity is the biggest temptation after you believe in Jesus. And demons just suck them up like a vacuum. Truth anyhow. So what are we going to do? We're going to dance on sapphire stones over the dead. Amen. Amen. We're going to dance on streets of gold over the damned and dead forever. And anyone that wants Mm -hmm. to come alive is going to hear the angelic gospel of the mid heavens and repent while there's still breath Mm -hmm. in their mouth and get in the narrow path.
1: Amen. And I want to share this with you because if you're on white Malkut, you know, Malkut of Holiness, on the moon, or you're coming out of black Malkut, it's important to understand the distinction between you and the Holy Spirit, or your spirit and the Holy Spirit. So this will give you a little clarity. The Ruah, soul, given to you. At the baptism of the Holy Spirit, right, you're born again, you're speaking in tongues, the Ruach soul given to you at the baptism of the Holy Spirit is separate from the Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ who is God himself. You receive the Spirit of God himself who is the Ruach hakodesh, And in that baptism, you receive that breath of life who creates a Ruach soul For you Your new layer of Ruah soul is distinctly different from the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. So you know first Thessalonians 4 8 God who has given us his holy spirit His holy Mm Numa You receive the Holy Spirit, but it's not just like I received the Holy Spirit now Everything new going on with me is all God and that's where you get into We talked about this in in the first video of the Masterclass, Chapter 7. We talk about Chapter 7 from The Fine Line by Gwen Shaw. Wonderful book. It's awesome. Definitely recommend that reading. It talks about differentiating between your spirit and the Holy Spirit. Now, in Charismatic Glory Christianity, we tend to call it our spirit. You know, we're made in His image. But with that image that reflects God... In man, soul reflects God. He's a holy spirit. You reflect his spirit. That's your soul. Mm -hmm. And if you go into what the patriarchs have known, what the prophets have known, and even the apostles, I feel fire now, Mm -hmm. they understood it that you have baseline soul of nephesh, your vitality to nephesh is in the blood, established in Leviticus, and that breath of life... As God breathed into Adam, there were layers of soul going on, and Adam reverted all the way back to Nefesh. So, when God sent his son Jesus, and he died on the cross, was raised on the third day, and then he ascended the, seph- the Sephirot, the Sapphire Stones, the path of lightning, he ascended all the way above the heavens. Mm-hmm. And he made an atonement with his blood that's an atonement, a sacrifice for all eternity. As high priest and the sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And then he poured out his transfigured blood, Shekinah. He poured out his blood for you. Now when he sent the Holy Spirit, he said, it's better that I send the Spirit. To recreate a new creature, a new creation. He says, oh, we're a new creation in Christ. Well, how did the original creation go? Study study the external creation in Genesis to understand the new creature, right? Because if you're making a new heavens and a new earth, it's got to be a new creature. I saw the blueprints.
0: Yeah, You'd be working with the old ones you can't, to make the new ones.
1: Yeah, you cannot be an old creature and live in the new heavens and new earth. That's why some people they're just going to die and go to heaven and then at the resurrection They'll have their new bodies and their upgrades because that transition isn't possible When you only have an old vehicle that only runs on the old uh, fuel It's only the new fuel like it's in the, It's like you can't drive a land rover on Mars unless it's a new type of a vehicle That can survive on Mars Does that make sense and we're not talking about naturally going to space So I don't know if anyone has that kind of a carnal thing Mm -hmm, where they're misinterpreting. But just in case that's you, we're talking in allegorical speech there. Because the new heavens and new earth is only going to be populated with new creatures. It's like a earth, I I call it, it's either earth 2.0 or earth technically 3.0. We don't really talk much about the old heavens and earth, Rick Joyner asked wisdom who was Jesus Christ and it got kind of cold for a minute and he said, it, he got a chill and he said, it's not wisdom for you to know about that right now. But in the in our picture of the piano of the cosmic cosmic uh, song, remember the piano that it's the Sephirot but across the piano keyboard, all the way on the left hand side before the first keys start, that represents that, what Rick Joyner was told. It's not really wisdom to, to know and to look into those things. It is if God reveals it to you. If he's not revealing it to you, you don't need to go poking around looking for it because there's other things you need to make progress in first before it's even going to make sense to you. Does that that should, you know, download. But that's what that key on the keyboard represents. The seven weeks of Isaiah through Absolute, that's right. That's happening now. That's what your focus should really be. Mm. If God reveals that uh, prior things to you, that's great. That's for your personal relationship with him in Revelation.
0: Isaiah repentance. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. So from Asaya to Absolute, that's the main keys of the keyboard. That's the whole song. Masterclass class, yep.
0: freshman year, you want to get in there and just make it your reality because mm-hmm. you'll really awaken and come mm-hmm. alive on sapphire stones. It's all the impartation mm-hmm. to walk on them. Is there, I'm telling you, it'll work for everyone.
1: Mm-hmm. Amen. Those are those keys of creation. In the master class, we go into depth looking at the, with the pictures and everything. But those rainbow keys of the sapphire stones from the 88 keys of the keyboard right the 22 letters of hebrew alphabet of those four worlds it makes the 88 keys of the full keyboard which you can play the songs with all those keys right that's a full set um piano so the song of creation you get as many notes that you can potentially have in your song which is your life ultimately you want your life to be the song of songs but if you only have one note which is maybe Black, barely not black Malkuda no, Visaya, you can only play one note. dude doot, doot doot. What was the song of your life? Dun 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 <laughs> That's all the notes I had. I'm sorry Lord forgive me. <laughs> dun 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 No no give me out of black milk. Okay, okay. So <laughs> it's like I and it, it's, you got to laugh about it. It's good. The song gets better when you have more notes. But when all you know is chopsticks, you can only go, do, doo doo. It's kind of annoying. You're like, why is this the same things happening to me all the time? But when you conquer Asaya through Absolute, you have, with 88 keys, look what kind of masterpieces you could possibly have. From then on out, you know, the master of song, which is the Holy Spirit.
0: Almost all the angels are in the... Four worlds of um, Yetzirah, so you—I mean—you could really mm. get purified and amass mm-hmm. angel armies to heal creation yeah. hugely.
1: Yeah, most of pretty, pretty much all the angels you would ever need to even help you with your destiny, you'll find them in Yetzira. So you don't have super far to go for those things. But for completely ending the war, it, we're gonna have to go all the way, and it's not gonna mm. take a lot of people to do that. But the more people we have going up, the higher you get. Anyone who's walking in cosmic job righteousness, is to the
0: stars. I'm trying to go
1: as soon as we hit uh, week eight.
0: Through wisdom,
1: as soon as we hit week eight, everyone who's walking in cosmic righteousness immediately gets a sword. No matter how high you are up, it's a cosmic sword, and it's oh, yeah. really powerful. And it's major weaponry. That's why we're trying to.
0: So Revelation five ten yep. says they will rule yep. with Messiah over the earth. So once you're on Yasad, you're already over the earth. Yeah, which means you already begin to rule. Yeah. that's just one rung up
1: that's just one one step up is a huge you're difference you're really close yeah <laughs> yeah you're just one step away what, what? so
0: sacrifice the false love and purify your mm-hmm. heart with all the humility as much as you can yep. any price there is to pay to get to Yassad of Asaya and then continue to rise correspondingly mm-hmm. for the attributes of the patriarchs on those rungs
1: yep and just to reiterate um, quickly here that the understanding that layer of your Ruah soul that was added to you. Do we have just like the picture that has the Ruah soul and the Sephiroth?
2: I think, uh, I think it, it might be...
1: Maybe the New World Sapphire chart? I think this... Is
2: it?
1: Yeah, Nefesh and Ruah. See, okay, Ruah. So when you receive... The baptism of the Holy Spirit... Yetzira, that world of Yetzira, you see those layers of Ruah? He breathes into mm. you. So instead of you just living a Nefesh life... When you're baptized in the holy spirit not only do you receive the holy spirit mm-hmm. you also get that layer of ruah because the ruah ha, the Ruach HaKodesh, that's god the holy spirit yeah he dwell you become a tabernacle of him like the holy spirit dwells yeah. in you
0: temple of the holy spirit you become
1: a temple of the holy spirit and on top of that you get your own ruah soul because why the soul of man is created to reflect as we talk about the mirror that was broken is healed and open, and your soul becomes a portal for God to come through as you cleanse it, right? Simply, the prophets that look through that dimly lit mirror, they only see in part. We see in part, right? You get into the prophetic, you see in part. As the mirror, which is your soul, gets cleansed and healed, and more layers added and cleansed and healed, it begins to shine with the brightness. That's that speculum that shines of the brightness of Tiferet, that allows you to see God face to face. That's simply how you do it, That that's all it is. You wanna see brightly through that mirror instead of like a dimly glass, but then we'll see face to face, this is exactly how you go on that path. So when you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, God adds another layer of soul to you for you to be able to reflect the Ruach HaKodesh. Right, so you need a Ruach to be able to accurately reflect the Ruach HaKodesh. That's simply all it is, and that's required for you to be able to do that. Now. What most people do is they stop at Holy Spirit baptism. I got it, I got it. Right? We say, oh, I got the Holy Spirit. Well, here's the problem. Your nephesh is running the show. And you haven't cleansed that ruah because that ruah layer added to you. God's perfect all the time, regardless of you. But that ruah that's supposed to reflect God is muddy. It's murky. You know, prophecy comes out, but sometimes it's accurate, sometimes it's not. Sometimes the visions are there, sometimes you're like, I don't know what I'm seeing. Sometimes the dreams are there, sometimes you're like, that might have been from Satan. Up and down, like
0: a coaster. Not always consistent.
1: And so your journey and these rungs going up through Yetzirah is to clarify, purify, and cleanse from transgression, all that stuff from your Ruah soul. And so through the world of Asaya, you're cleansing yourself of iniquity. You're cleansing your Ruah of iniquity. Oh, I just saw an angel flashes over in there in the room. Thank you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, then you're cleansing your Ruah from tra- um, from transgressions when you go through Yetzirah. And the whole time that you're cleansing your Ruah of iniquity in the world of Messiah, it's all about the Nefesh not having its way anymore. You just crucify the Nefesh, basically, mm-hmm. bring it to the altar. And okay, say, it's going to be God's way or the highway, not your way anymore, Nefesh. we got something better coming you have to just trust based on faith in the word before you actually experience that freedom
0: as is written if you ascend lightnings the soul is forever changed it's exactly what enoch said
1: amen yeah and forever changed you go up through the world of exactly how we've been teaching you You go rung to rung and you get circumcised and sealed and it's a permanent change it's a permanent you keep going up as long as you don't Backslide, which means you don't go back to the old ways. You don't turn back. Count the cost. If you turn back, you're not worthy of him. And then you go into the black Sephrot. Now the black Sephiroth has the demonic equivalent for every single one of these layers. There are high-level warlocks who have uh, a black Chaya soul. That's yep. an impartation from a demonic entity. That is reflection of their demon gods instead of God.
0: Typically, yeah. millionaires and billionaires.
1: That's how they have such stable minds. The CEOs, they wake up at 5.30 a.m. They have discipline. They seem like they're nice to their families. It's all external self-righteousness of Satan's kingdom. All the
0: sorcerers of Babylon mm-hmm. are Kabbalists. Yep, You're living in a world run by dark Kabbalah. <laughs> And the only answer is the Kabbalah of Jesus Christ, and it's called righteousness. Ooh. That's what righteousness actually Ooh. is. Truth, anyhow, and we're going to utterly then, consume them.
1: And the final point I want to make about your Ruach versus the Ruach HaKodesh, why it's so important that you get this, because if you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, know that you're dealing with nefesh that's in your blood, your vitality, your seed of your appetites, lust, hunger. Your Ruach is more spiritual than your nefesh. But it's still full of, in the world of Asaya, your Ruah is full of iniquity still. You're not reflecting the Ruah Kakadesh properly. You have to repent of iniquity all the way through Asaya.
0: The refinement in uh, the four mm-hmm. worlds of Yetzirah was the funnest thing in my entire life, but it was so thorough that it looks like earthly repentance is not even Christianity at all.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah. and you know, it becomes it, very clear. It
0: becomes clear that you're just rolling around in pig slop down below, and it's not
1: even <laughs> it's not even
0: Christianity. Truth, anyhow.
1: And the main takeaway with this ruach cleansing is you have to understand when you got baptized in the Holy Spirit, you received God, the Holy Spirit, to indwell within you. You also received the ruach. Your ruach is not the Holy Spirit.
2: That's right. It's
1: separate. Shaw talks about this. She's a witness. She didn't have the exact uh, Hebrew terms like this. It's your soul. But yeah, she yeah. It's your soul. So what happens is most people after baptized in the Holy Spirit, after getting baptized in the Holy Spirit, they think, oh, this is my, this is the Holy Spirit, because it mirrors and reflects the Holy Spirit. That's your Ruach reflecting the Ruach HaKadosh. That's within why you, you have
0: so many poor examples of God in the charismatic church.
1: Because they're worshiping their own soul, Ruach, right. and thinking it's God. And when they worship their own Ruach soul, a demon comes and sits in the seat instead of the Ruach haKodesh, But the gifts remain. And so they're Satan worshipers who started off in the spirit and then finished in the flesh.
0: Mm-hmm. Galatians 3.
1: And that's the problem.
0: Amen. So good apostolic teaching just corrects everything and just brings (laughs) the order of melchizedek the order of supernal righteousness of sapphire stone (laughs) government of the heavenly supernal jerusalem and the heavenly supernal israel and just anathemas all the Mm -hmm. nonsense and just be like this is how simple it is this is the way Mm -hmm. we're burning up all that other stuff and it's just going to become clear You're going to learn how to clearly and concisely Mm -hmm. practice repentance that works for fruit Mm -hmm. without any confusion and nonsense. And just there's so much just to plow and burn up of the old so that the new is clear before your eyes of how to act and think and move and have your being and do all the things that Jesus did to walk with the Lord, to become disciples, to be successful, to be victorious. But when there's cobwebs and the old is still Mm -hmm. pulling at soil with seed lines and root systems Mm -hmm. and branches and leaves, I mean, mostly what you're doing is coming in just Mm -hmm. blowtorching all of that. As you notice, you just got to burn that all up with a fresh baptism of fire. Mm -hmm. Then there's clarity to receive the new.
1: And that's why you can see why now all the old church age things, no matter how zealous and how stirred up and how many healings, it never really had... Mm -hmm cultural impact majorly there were some occasions where there was true revival and it did but you mostly don't see any ability to change culture or you know world events leadership e- economy none of that really happens <laughs> because no matter how much you worship your own ruah right mm. look at the picture no matter how much you worship your own ruah you can't compete with a black sorcerer who has a black chaya seventh-week level Kabbalah, wicked Kabbalah. It's going to take seventh-week righteousness to destroy that. And then we talked about the eighth, the ninth, and the tenth-week. Oh, I feel like so much lightning in my bones right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Bam. Bam. (laughs) Absolute. Bam.
0: As Jacob's ladder goes up. Oh, man, I felt that. It consumes all of the sorcery in the world.
1: Yeah. And so, tenth-week is really... You know, after 10th week, it says that sin is mentioned no more. That's basically like the final line there, what we're looking at for the rolling up of the Mm. old earth and the old heavens. So new earth 3.0 can come forth with the new creatures. Um, Mm. Oh my goodness, that is strong. Mm. There are so many things that are still concealed that we're not going to talk about yet uh, on those realms. But understand, that's the end kind of goal, that's like the finish line mark uh, as far as 10 weeks. The Father has his own timeline and in his counsel, his own counsel that when Jesus was living on earth, he said, I don't even know. I don't know the times. As he was living on earth, that wasn't his time to look at the timing of the Father. That's behind the, that final curtain, that veil of the Father's throne. And those are, there are certain beings, entities in his council. Mm. And these are so high realms. that It's almost, when you look in there, it's so bright. <laughs> it's just wonderful. You should always look in those realms. Mm. And look as far into the light as you can of God. Upward is inward. The kingdom of heaven is within you. It's time to change. It's time for you to start making changes. The pieces on the map are already moving. Right? The, the pieces on the chess board of this game, which the father is the master chess player of all time. It's not even close. It's not even close. Mm-hmm. Understand who's going to win this. Oh, yeah. You We've must understand. Won.
0: We've already won, you guys. It's just getting closer to him and populate the stars. Yep. And then you'll have the victor's perspective as an overcomer. An overcomer is you're over the earth.
1: He's giving you time to repent. The time right now is for you to repent god is giving you time to repent and change so you can have a greater inheritance and also so that many of you don't go to hell he's giving you time to repent the time is a mercy it's not that god needs more time you need more time he's given you more time he's given you time but the time is going is is going to be going short and short as these things progress so he's giving you time to repent so repent quickly repent today repent and go up go up it's good there it's too sad. He's cried so many tears over so many of you because you've been stubborn to not go up or think that there's limitations for you to not go up when they It's not a limitation. Just humble yourself. Follow the Apostolic Instruction. I know we don't have a ton of time, but you have to hear these two instructions. This is how you can receive Apostolic Instructions. All you have to do is receive Apostolic Instruction. That comes with two things. One is correction. Two is instruction. Apostolic instructions always come with these two things: number one, correction, and number two, instruction. If you notice, when you get the rebuke, when you get the correction, when you get the the preaching and the teaching, mm. it always comes with number one, correction, yeah, correction and number two, instruction. So, true. so the correction must be received with humility. Angel flash coming out of a screen that doesn't even flash. Right. This is a the one with like the with yeah. the paper. It doesn't have. There's no LEDs in there. Okay. That's an angel. Okay. That's awesome. Amen. Thank you for that. Scribe Amen. angels. Hallelujah. Humility
0: Amen. required to receive the correction and the instruction yeah. for your salvation.
1: Because we're going to quicken this thing. He said he he quickens it on account of the chosen. So we're quickening quickening it for the good of mankind. But you've got that means you got to go up. Okay, you got to go up. Must be received with humility. Understand that you won't be naturally humble. So that with number one, the correction must be received with humility. But understand that you will not be naturally humble. The
0: pride is always pricked.
1: It's go- and so you just be that. like
0: that's filth and just get you can that out still of you.
1: choose to just humble yourself. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to come naturally. I mean,
0: literally thousands of times. But
1: think about the eternal. Think about the next rung you need to go to. All it needs is let it burn, let it boil your blood, let it heat up your face a little, and be like, okay, you know what? It, it's worth it just to rise. Okay, and then. Uh, number two, the instruction, I want you to pay attention to this. The instruction requires an action that goes against the natural flow of your thoughts and of your feelings. So the apostolic instructions that always come with number one, correction, number two, instruction, the instruction requires an action that goes against the natural flow of of your thoughts. So there you go. I'll have that with you. I think uh, we got to...
0: Yeah, that's good.
1: ...have gone out of here.
0: Yep. In the world of action, we got you're going to have to receive instruction, and you're going to have to receive correction, and you're going to have to do an action from the correction mm-hmm. and the instruction that goes against your thoughts. Mm-hmm. 100% of the time. That's what true apostolic repentance is, to grow in the Shekinah amen every amen. single time and it becomes fun that becomes the way walking on sapphire yeah. stones is that but you're such a disciple of that that it's like that's how i go to the next level yep. every time so yep. that's how you get accelerated
1: yeah you'll get used to it
0: amen amen if you'd like to support rather ministries click the links in the description we're raising support to build a headquarters in florida a broadcasting center there according to the apostolic commandment of God the Father and Lord Jesus Christ through various signs and wonders and visions and dreams. That's the direction for the next step of building for RLM Global is starting a headquarters in Florida. And it's not because of the weather. It's not because of the nefesh. It's because God the Father wants to Mm. do it. And all we do is obey. And we expect everyone else to obey as well and their support and their tithes and offerings so they can stay blessed and not get into hard-heartedness or disobedience. And just get on autopilot with what God the Father is doing in this generation. And just get lit up with the glory of God Mm. and everything in your life for Him. Get over the selfishness in the valley. Get into Yahweh worship on the mountain and bring more sacrifice to Him. He'll upgrade you in every area of your life. If you're faithful with little, What does he say? I'll give you more so you can be faithful with much. So what's the Father say? In order to have much, which you all want, you're going to have to be faithful with what you have right now. Faithful with the measure you have now. If you're faithful with this measure, God will give you more. And that's true with finances. That's true with your time. That's true with your words, your actions, your deeds, your thoughts. Every. Aspect of mm-hmm. your life, it's a principle for all time sowing and reaping, mm-hmm. and seed time and harvest. How long do they remain? Genesis mm-hmm. forever, for eternity of eternities. So now we learn how mm-hmm. to steward them and do it with finances. Click the links mm-hmm. in the description, get your Become BB faithful
1: luxury partners, perfumes. partner, and check out the BB <laughs> Electric perfumes. I just had a testifier. I'm spraying this right now. I sprayed it before and after the show here. This is my third bottle, you guys, of birthday cake. It's not been out that long. It's really good. Yeah. Everyone, every, every, one of my girlfriends, I sprayed around. They're like, "What is that?" And I, this is my third. This is probably my unprecedented use of any perfume that I have ever owned out of all of them. Anyway, um, the fragrances do are a favor.
0: really, really fun. It's my, it's good. It's my side business. I'm a perfumer. It. The angels came to me in 2020 and taught me how to perfume in heaven and take the fragrances out of the realms of heaven and and make them into scents and fragrances and perfumes. You can check it out, vvluxuryperfume.com. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, it's an angelic encounter because it's made from the realm of angels.
1: It literally it's from the realm of angels. And these <laughs> angels are prophesying the throwing of the cakes to the children of Shemini at <laughs> is a call to the uh, the end of weeks. Um, and so at Zaret and absolute. So, so. There, there's really just some infinite
0: unknown upgrades available to yeah. everyone at the sound of my voice. Seventh it's just going to require some. Some actions. <laughs> it's gonna require some ability, some humility to receive instruction, correction, and have different actions, and it's gonna improve your lives beyond anything you can imagine in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Bless you guys. We'll see you Tuesday. See Glory. <laughs> <laughs>
2: right. you. Glory. Thank you. Amen. <laughs> 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 Hallelujah, bless the Lord. Hallelujah, glorious days. Glorious days, glorious days, glorious days, glorious days, glorious days, and the glory, glorious days, glorious days. Glorious days, glorious days, glorious days, glorious days.